0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome into Katie Company. You and me on the radio till noon time. Well, I think. good morning, good morning to all police and fire personnel, civil servants, healthcare employees, and good old number 41. Good Yantif. Huh. All right. And with us, of course, the honorary Jew in presence, Mr. Peter J. Wiggins. Good morning, Mr. What Wiggins. There he is. How are you, buddy? All right? Doing good today. Today I got the Norton Ice Hockey game against the Halston Panthers at 5.30 p.m. at Foxburg Sports Center. Okay. And last night the Norton boys basketball team beat the Seacomps Warriors 64-54. All righty. And? And I'm going to the Envision Hotel in Mansfield for a sports card show. Oh, yeah? you Do you collect sports cards? Yes. Oh, terrific. Oh, that's great. Well, listen, it, it sounds great. I want to say Shabbat Shalom and Happy Hanukkah.
1: Thank you. Thank you, David. Shabbat oh, Shalom. Oh,
0: good Yantuf, as we like to say. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you, Shabbat. All right. God bless you. Yeah, bye bye. And for the rest of you who, unlike me, do not look Jewish in a, in a shower. You and me on the radio until noontime. All righty, let me give you a couple of, a very important number, a very important number. Mm. The number is 774-306-4013. 774-306-4013. That's Christmas is for kids. And I hope you're going to take part of that. Now, listen. Um, we've had a, a a real burden this year. Uh, a lot of things going on. Been a, a bit of a struggle that I'm kind of disappointed in. I have a bit of a struggle, but 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 I think that we can we can make it. We still have approximately um, we have um, approximately seventy five children uh who are um not matched yet and what that means is that uh, there are people who have not uh, said oh I'll, I'll I'll take that child I'll I'll, I'll try to fulfill that that wish for that child so we have about 75 children who have still not covered they are part of the uh, more than now more than 930 kids that we uh it had to get for originally, and of course, every year that number goes up after we announce a number, and then something happens, and there are more children who find themselves in really unpleasant situations. Suddenly, they find themselves in foster care, or, or there's a fire in the home, and everything gets destroyed, and the kids are without Christmas aside from being without a home. And uh, so we have about 75 children who still need for you to make something happen for them. And the uh, the number is very easy. It's 774-306-4013. 774-306-4013. 4013. And we really need for you to uh, hop on if you were planning to do it and you just haven't gotten to it yet. Now's the time to make your move, okay? I know you have your cell phone in your hand constantly. I know you're looking at it right now as you're listening to me. I know. So just dial the number 774 306 4013. And ask them how you can help. Like I said, we have a 75 children approximately not matched yet that we haven't covered yet, and we're asking you to help. Okay? Okay. Okay, lots to talk to you about this morning. Uh, I promised you in uh, my promotion on Facebook that I would tell you exactly what I think about exactly what I think. First of all, I want to remind you that my friend Dan McKierney and I think Linda might be coming, but Dan McKearney is definitely coming in. He's doing his community Christmas meal next Saturday from 11 to 1 at St. John's in Attleboro, St. John's Church. Listen, if you're going to be alone at Christmas or if you would like just to have a nice Christmas meal, with, uh, with people who would like to see you having a nice Christmas meal. All you have to do is get yourself to St. John's over on Linden Street in Attleboro next Saturday from 11 to 1. And they'll be glad to love to give you a meal, love to feed you, love to give you something to take home with you, maybe, right, for another meal. And uh, Dan will be here and he'll be talking all about that. Okay? righty. 508-222-1320 508-222-1320 Lots to talk about today. Lots to get off my chest. Um, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to admit to you today what I, what I said to, to, to my wife, uh, Joanne, this week. I said, you know, I am absolutely stunned and obsessed, obsessed with uh, with this human rights resolution fiasco that has put us in this situation in the city of Attleboro. It's stunning. Absolutely stunning. I don't understand it because the people who uh, are on the city council have sworn an oath to their job. Now, they're going to do it again January 2nd at the high school. Let me read the oath to you. Let me me read what it says. It says, I, name here, have been elected ward, counselor, of the city of Attleboro do solemnly swear that I will faithfully perform the duties of that office. Okay. I swear to uphold and defend the federal and state constitutions and to oppose the overthrow of the federal and state government by force or violence or by any illegal or unconstitutional method. That's it. That's 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 the whole thing. That's the whole thing. I do. I know it by heart, of course. I don't read, read read, it. I swear to uphold and defend the federal and state constitutions and to oppose the overthrow of the federal and state government by force of violence or by any illegal or unconstitutional method. Swore. Hand on your heart, hand in the air, hand on a Bible, hand on your ass, I don't know what. And then here comes the Human Rights Commission, the Attleboro Human Rights Commission, and they come along and they have comprised and composed and written a a resolution for you as a city councilor to sign. Now, I have absolutely memorized this entire resolution. I would never read it. I want you to hear what they said because one of the counselors, maybe two of them, said they don't like the way it was written. They don't like the way it was written. They wanted the, the Human Rights Commission in Attleboro to go back and re, retype it make corrections, and and submit it again for extra credit, I guess. And then when when the bell rings, go to geography. Here's what the resolution says. Whereas the number of racist, anti-Semitic, and other forms of violence, hate speech, and intolerance are increasing across the United States, and whereas a... S- recent report from the Anti-Defamation League found that between 2021 20, and 2022, Massachusetts, Massachusetts had more white supremacist incidents than any state except Texas. Hmm? Except Texas. And that hate crimes in the Commonwealth increased by 33 percent during the same period, and whereas violent, racist, and anti-Semitic graffiti was recently found written on playground equipment at Balfour River Park, Riverwalk Park, and whereas the city of Attleboro denounces all acts of intolerance, violence, and hate against people because of their race, religion, ethnicity, age sexual orientation, disability, gender, or gender identity, and whereas the city of Attleboro condemns all forms of discrimination, hate speech, harassment, and intimidation of any kind, as well as bias-motivated violence in our community and defends the fundamental rights of all people, and whereas we recognize and celebrate the diversity of our community, by regarding all individuals as possessing inherent value and deserving of courtesy, respect, empathy, and thoughtful consideration in all interactions. And whereas the city of Attleboro is fully committed to the safety and security and equal treatment for its residents, and now therefore be it resolved by the Honorable Mayor Simone and... <coughs> esteemed members of the Municipal Council and School Committee of the City of Attleboro. That the City of Attleboro is a community of peace, respect, and goodwill. And that we, the undersigned, stand united in our resolve to end hate, racism, anti-Semitism, and discrimination in all forms. That's the resolution that, that, that was written. It's the resolution that the mayor signed. It's the resolution that all the other counselors signed except for two. I won't finish that sentence. One said that she, wa- she wanted it, that she didn't like to. It, it, it. I, I don't know what the hell she said. I mean, I don't know what the hell she said. And when Mike Moran comes in, when Mike Moran gets here, I'm going to explain to him what this is all about, because I don't think he's quite been quite on it top of it. Um, oh, where he, he lives in the Four River area and, and may not have been tuned into this as much as we have here, of course. But I'm looking at this resolution. They want they didn't like the way it was written. But let's just look at the last the last paragraph. That the city of Attleboro is a community of peace, respect, and goodwill, and that we, the undersigned, stand united in our resolve to end hate, racism, anti Semitism, and discrimination in all forms. What part of this? What part of this can you not support? What part of this are you willing to show the world you are against? What part of this gives you the confidence to say, screw you, to the residents of Attleboro? What part of it? Tell me. Now, let's understand some things here. There is no doubt in my mind, there is no doubt in my mind that at least one city councilor who decided not to write this, or not to sign this, was brought up in a world where certain people deserved discrimination, was brought up to be educated to believe that certain people didn't live up to God's image of them. Right? Certain people by by birth are not God's people. And because someone is brought up in this stunningly ignorant belief, they are they are damaged, seriously damaged. And I feel bad for them. I feel bad for anyone who has been brought up, perhaps uh, misguided told a bunch of stuff that 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 isn't true maybe maybe they went to a to a university where where they were told that um, gay people are not loved by God gay people are not God's children. Maybe they were told that uh, the government can't possibly run schools, it has to be a a church run school in order for, I mean there's a lot of reasons that somebody I don't know what it is, but I gotta tell you how very sad I am to learn of the terribly misguided troubling miseducation of one of these counselors I'm guessing the both of them aren't very bright on this issue. Because forget, let's forget this resolution issue for a moment. Think about it for a second. You have decided as a city councilor to tell the world, I am not in favor of what's written on this page. I am not in favor. I am not in favor of resolving to end hate, racism, anti-Semitism, and discrimination in all forms. I'm not. I want to have some. I want to be. Able... Now, we can go to a lot of reasons that this this misunderstanding of the world of equality of forgive me God's message. Let's start with do unto others. Let's start with that one. Let's start with that resolution. So you have somebody that, that, that purports to be somebody of a certain religion, regardless of what it is. And they point to the teachings, for instance, of Jesus. And Jesus' teachings is do unto others. And you say, oh, no, not that one. We believe in it. But we just don't believe in that one. The other ones are all right, but not that one. Right?
2: Okay. All right.
0: So let's say you're brought up in a church that is completely messed with your mind, with your thoughts, with your vision, completely. And then you go and you run for an office where you have to take this oath, this one. I swear to to uphold the federal and state constitution and to... And to oppose the overthrow of federal, or state government by force of violence or by any illegal or unconstitutional method. This is what you signed on for. This is what you swore to. This is what you're going to swear to swear to again on January second. I'm presuming that you won't you won't get what a, what a terrible mess you've made of your of your attempt at having a political career, and I'm presuming you're not going to step down and and call for a new a special election to get somebody who understands what the constitution is i don't know maybe not I, i'm not i'm not going to put a lot of money on that but not only do we have one counselor who, who well we have we have one that didn't sign it and all was oh i i was out of school that day and he went back and signed it but we do have the punchline so so we have a counselor <clears throat> who didn't sign it And then we have another counselor. you ready for this? I mean, when I tell this to Mike, he's going to think I'm making it up. We had a counselor who signed it. And then said, oh, oh, no, no, I didn't mean to do that. I signed it by mistake. I was walking by the resolution on the desk, and I tripped, and I fell, and my pen signed my name on the resolution. (laughs) By mistake. So I did what any good American would do who made a mistake, undo the mistake. So she whited out her signature. <laughs> she went back and whited her signature out of the resolution. <laughs> I'm not making this up. And then the poor old man who, who was a counselor for a while, this poor old guy who's stepping down now, he's, he comes back and he's, he signs the resolution that wasn't that he missed. He wasn't there that day he was I don't know where he was. And he signs his name on the whiteout, where the, pre, where the other counselor whited her name out, and he signed on the whiteout. Is that to cover up the fact that she whited out her name? It's it's stunning. It's absolutely stunning. I mean, you can't make this crap up. I mean, this is like this is like a sitcom. And it would be funny if it weren't about you, 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 if you voted for either of these two yeses, they're saying to you, thanks for the vote, now screw you. Because you or your daughter or your son or your sister or your brother might be a member of the list of people who are being guaranteed equal rights. You, you might be on the list. I'm always stunned, you know, I am, I'm stunned by 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 people who claim to be religious, right? to be religious and then they, what do they do? They forget the, they forget the message, right? They forget the message, right? They forget the message of doing to others. That's what happens. They forget the message. And you know, everybody has their own religious beliefs for whatever purpose. That's fine. That's fine. But then something happens and you have to show who you really are, what you really believe. Let's take Liberty University as an example. Jerry Falwell, who is the founder of the moral majority. <laughs> Jerry Falwell, who, who coined the phrase Ellen Degenerate when Ellen Degenerate came out on her sitcom, and he, Ellen Degenerate. I mean, if you went to a university and, and this guy ran the university, what, would you, what are you going to come out with? You're going to come out with the same message. That there should be no government schools. They should only be schools that are run by churches. Does that sound familiar to you from, from the election? Have you heard that anywhere? People upset about people wanting to homeschool. They don't want to homeschool. They want, they want to make sure your child doesn't get the education you wanted to have. And we see what what homeschooling does to people and the inability to to relate to people. They're brought up many times to have no ability to, to develop properly in their social skills and understand what other people are like because if they did, they would start to appreciate that the other people are just like them. They're not different. They're just like them. They too are loved by God. But don't listen to me. I mean, back she's um, like sixteen years ago, when Jerry Falwell died, there were a couple of people that had something to say about it, and one was uh, Christopher Hitchens. He was a he was a big atheist who passed from cancer some years later, but he had something to say about the passing of uh, of Jerry Falwell. A, and I'd like to share it with you now. I think you'll appreciate it. 508-222-1320. 508-222-1320. If you'd like to uh, make a comment of any kind, yeah, I'm going to tell you something. this is this is the first time I would I ran anything like this in my career. It's the first time I have run anything like that, on air in my career, I have always attempted to to give fair treatment, equal time, understanding to people who have a particular, um, has a particular feeling, a particular religious belief. I've tried to show balance all of my life, on air. But I have to tell you that, uh, and, and, I, and I'm certainly not an atheist, but I can tell you that Christopher Hitchens, who I have found uh, many times to be uh, appalling in his, in his verbiage and, and, and upsetting, I think he nailed it with this with Falwell. He nailed it. And in hearing him, I, I, I remember when he did this, I remember that when he did this, and, and, and I remember that particular presentation. And at the time I thought, I know, I thought to myself, wow, yeah, that's right. And do you think that if, if, if the students of Liberty University, if you, do you think that they could get out of there, graduate from there, I mean, graduate from there without being scathed, seriously marred by this kind of thought process toward others in our world. So you now have at least two, you have two people on your city council who do not believe in your human rights. Listen, I'm I'm next month I'll be 76 years old. I don't know how much longer I have on the air or on or on on this earth. I have never run something like that that attacked, quote, religious, end quote, leaders. I've been upset about them. I've talked about them myself. I've taken them to task and and challenged them on their teachings, one-to-one, face-to-face, on the air. But I've never run a piece like I just ran on the air like that. And I've done it now because, as I said, I don't know how much more time I have. On, I mean, you know, I'm reading obits, people dying who are younger than I am, dropping dead, uh, or people around my age or a couple of years. From. So my point is I I want to make sure that I don't miss this opportunity to, to warn you because all of this MAGA stuff that's going on and somehow— <laughs> It's like, it's like tragedies. We always think it happens over there. You know, when something terrible happens in a neighborhood, uh, a, a TV reporter will get a neighbor, some resident of the neighborhood, and, and, and they'll say, gee, I, I never thought something like this could happen here. I never thought something like this would, 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 would happen here. Because they don't think that the world is, is in their neighborhood. They don't think that they think that somehow what the pogroms happened someplace else and not here. Well now you have a mega movement that is creeping into this area to your to Attleboro to North Attleboro to Plainville, Norton, but you have it creeping in. That's what this is. This is part of the, the movement, the con- seriously white supremacist serious, serious movement. where we don't want CRT in our schools. So if the churches run the schools, then that won't happen. We don't want certain books available to our children because we don't want our children educated to the truth about the world. Because if we educate them, they might want to change it. We don't want that. So I defy these two counselors. I defy them to say what it is that they don't agree with on this. Let me hold this paper up to the microphone so you can see it. What they don't agree with in this resolution Forget all the sentences. How about just at the bottom? What is it they don't agree with that the city of Attleboro is a community of peace, respect, and goodwill, and that we, the undersigned, stand united in our resolve to end hate, racism, anti-Semitism, and discrimination in all forms? What is it about that that you're upset about? You want to let me know? Yeah, I know, I won't, I won't hear from you, but I, I just I just wanted maybe you'd maybe love. Okay, lecture series over. Let me give you a number 774-306-4013. Christmas is for kids is waiting for you to dial up and, and, and take a child and just fulfill one of the child's wishes. Maybe get together with a couple of friends and get all that they need. You know, it started with just toys. Just, 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 how about a toy? How about a present for a child? And over the last 41 years, it has expanded to warm winter coats and boots and leggings and blankets and blankets And mittens and comforters. The real needs of these children, many of them, most of them in some severe situations, very sad situations. And the kindness that you extend will do wonders to warm you, to warm your heart. And on Christmas morning when you wake up with your kids and everything's fine, you'll think about that child. And you'll feel very special. You and me on the radio, 774 4013 is the Christmases for Kids number. Okay? Okay? 774 306 Please do what you can. We have these 75 kids. It's probably going to be more than that by the time... By the time you can get to it, because we get ad- additional children even after we well after we start the program, we have parents who are registered with us and taken the classes and and done all that's needed to be done, and we devise what we figure out what we, the number of kids we need to get, and the initial number was about nine hundred and thirty this year. And now uh, we're down to eh, maybe seventy-five, maybe eighty kids that we still have to get for. Now I'm going to tell you, we have, we do have black belt shoppers, and that's what we do. in the next end of the week, we we try to go out and, and and get these kids covered. But if you can do your thing and you can reach out to us, you know, we can match you up with a, with a child, a little boy, a little girl, or a teenager. You know these. It's tough sometimes because <laughs> teenagers are teenagers, like adults are adults. Um, and it would be great to get people to help some of these teenagers to know that somebody they'll never mate, they'll never know, cared enough about them to chip in in some way to help out. We had a couple many years ago in the program... Uh, who were volunteers? They weren't. They weren't uh, recipients. They were donors. And they would call me every year. And they had their son had passed. Uh, he was a, a teenager. And their son had passed. And uh, every year they would go shopping for a boy his age. Yeah. They 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 call up and they would get a child and get some details on him. Sizes, colors, see th- See, I, w- I wanted to be able to for these kids who, you know, in Scripture. Speaking of Scripture, <laughs> it says the poor we will always have with us. Well, that that that's maybe fashionable, but it's not a great presentation to me. Of it kind of made me despondent hearing about that because it doesn't give a lot of hope hearing that. We may have people who are poor. It doesn't mean we have people who are not loved and cared about. And these teenagers get into that, you know, like a television star on a kids' TV show. <laughs> you know, and, and all of a sudden they're not cute, and it's tough to get people to jump in. But I'm going to ask you to, to. Um, Help me out here. I'm going to ask you to just uh, help me out here a little bit and, and, and maybe Dallas number, 774-306-4013. You and me together until uh, noontime today. You have time to do it right now. You're looking at your phone. I know you are. You're looking at your phone right now. Okay. Now, somebody who is not looking at his phone right now, one person in the entire universe I know is not looking at his phone, and that is my friend Dan McKerney. Good morning, Mr. McKerney. Hello?
3: Hello, good morning. Can you hear me? Uh, no, I can't hear
0: you. It must be your ears. It must be over here. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, take them off then. You don't need them. Okay. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, you. I'm all right. Before we get started, yeah, I
3: heard you talking on the radio this morning. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Okay. And about the Christmas for kids. 75 kids that are still in need. Our good friend Bruce Tondro, former firefighter here, he does a toy drive mm. for his former wife. Yeah. Right? Uh, toys for Tammy. So we've already donated uh, yeah, yeah. to that. Uh which is a great cause, and I know that those all go to uh, the Christmas for Kids. So I'm going to give you $200.
0: Oh, boy. Dan.
3: uh, $200 to make another donation. Uh, My wife kind of had tears in her eyes when she was listening to you about that, and uh, we felt it's the right thing to do. So there's $200 more to go and buy more toys.
0: You know... It's the thing about you, Dan. Um, you hear about this stuff and you can't mind your own business. <laughs> You've got to well, jump in, and you know you do so much already. You really do so much, and and I would, I really want I'm, I'm thrilled that thank you very much for this. But I am thrilled that I want to try to motivate some other people too, who, who no I, I, get, I get it. Let them know what what it's like. What it, what's it feel like to be able to help somebody? I mean, to be it, it, in the position, a, to be able. Well, to I'm
3: going to give you a quick story. It, it's, it's a great feeling. I was a single father for a number of years. Times mm-hmm. were tough. Yeah. My wife, the same thing. She was a single mom for a number of years. Times were tough. You have to put food on the table. You have to turn around and clothe your children. And then when Christmas time comes, you want to try to make it special for them. So times are not easy. So once again, uh I've been there, my wife's been there and then it's just the upbringing between you know my father owning a garage here in, in the city of Atver and giving back to a lot of people and Linda's dad was a dentist and he helped more people out of fixing their teeth and doing what they could so I think it's our upbringing and we never look for anything in return. My parents Linda's parents always said fly under the radar screen do it because you've got a big heart and you want to do it so. We never look for any thanks. We never look for anything in return, and it's just a great feeling to be able to give back to people and help people out. That's why we created this uh, community Christmas meal. It, the, the meal is for anyone and everyone. There's no questions asked. Doesn't cost anything. You just come in, have a great time. Hopefully, you leave with a smile and you have a belly full. That's yeah. what it's. It's yeah. really. It's all about giving back yeah. to people. I mean, I've always said it. It's too bad that Christmas wasn't three hundred. And 65 days a year because it seems more people give around the holidays and I've always said that hey One can good here there to a food seller I've been associated with the st. Joe's food cellar since it's basically open when drew Ward started it and It grew and grew and grew Then of course st. Joe's closed. We had to move over to st. Vincent de Paul We still have the food cellar, but times have been tough over there and um, I was the treasurer for the St. Vincent of Paul Society at St. Joe's. Then at St. Vincent, they closed it. Now I'm the treasurer at the St. Joe's Food Cellar, and it's all because you want to help, you want to give back. Because I see it day in and day out, and it's just it's it's a great feeling to be able to help somebody. You know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Something small.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because people like yourself, I know. Uh, like I said, you're also thankful that you are in the position rather than being on the other side of that net, yep. right? I right. mean, it, uh, and, and having experienced it with your boys and and, yeah. and, and oh and, yeah, know, definitely.
3: I I knew what it was together. like to turn around and you know basically put the food on the table for my kids and get them to extra activities and do things and try to have presents under the Christmas tree and birthday parties, and the same thing. Linda Linda knows she had three children, and it was not easy. She was a single mom, and she struggled, and as a parent, you know, you live by your children, you die by your children, you know, you want to make sure that you bring them up right, and like my father would always say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force them to, to drink, drink it, drink, so yeah, you, yeah. you try to do the right things, and like I said, this is just something that we love, we enjoy, and we try throughout the year to do different things. And like I said, still associated with the St. Joe's food cellar and uh, giving back and trying to help out. And the same thing with my wife.
0: Now we, we're going to take a break. we get got a top of the hour break and we're going to talk with Dan McEarney. who is uh, That's what 200 that's <laughs> I what wish 200 it was. More. Out, that's what $200 sounds like in Keith. In case you know you haven't seen it two hundred dollars in a while. That's what it sounds like. Stay tuned. We have more for you on K&A Company. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You and me on the radio until noon time today. Are you ready? Because I'm feeling Christmasy. Why well, don't say good morning, good morning to all police and fire personnel, civil servants, healthcare employees, and good old number forty one. Civil servant. <laughs> You know, you really can't mail order for teeth. you got to get them fitted. (laughs) All right, you and me on the radio. And uh, to my right, your left, as you look at the radio, is the uh, iconic Mike Moran. Good morning, Mr. Moran. Hi, Dave. How's it going, baby? It's going great. Good, and he's going to double-team me with my friend Dan McKierney, who is here to um, try to hustle People to come to his dinner. You know, you know when, there's, nothing, there's nothing that a guy n-
1: n- named Moran likes more than a guy named McCarney. So. Well, that's
0: what I figured. It's going to work out good. I have and, uh, yeah. and, and the other thing, he's doing what I have to do when I throw a house party, beg people to come. <laughs> 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 oh, look, I'll even, I'll even feed you. Yeah, right. Dan, how long have how long you been doing this?
3: This is will be a seventh year.
0: Seventh year. Yep. And h- how did you start it? What 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 motivated you to finally say okay, I'm going to do
3: this? Kind of like you, you had that vision to help kids out. So um, we used to have a meal here by the Tedesco family. Yeah. Years and years ago, I'm yeah. sure you yeah. know that that was down in South Attabur, and it grew and grew. It
0: was it was it, the uh, the Hagopian's um,
3: started well, was, that?
0: No, before well, them. Okay. Yeah. But I remember Mr. De- yeah, 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 Tedesco. Yeah, they doing took that. it over yeah. from the Hagopians, right? Okay, so. Yeah.
3: Of course, it grew and grew and grew, and then Mr. DeFesco, he passed away. Yeah, yeah. So I said to my wife, I said, we really need to do something, maybe take a little of the burden off. So and we just had that vision, and we started it up, and they continued, and then Bill Runney was nice enough to bring it over to the high school, but now Mr. Runney's left, and yeah. he's the superintendent at Dayton Rehoboth. So it kind of died down, so that just fuel the fire, more people coming to our meal and it's just it's just a wonderful thing to be able to there's a lot of people out there, it doesn't matter who you are, senior citizens, veterans, homeless, anyone. I've always said it before. President of the United States could walk in, it doesn't matter. There's no questions asked. The meal is free.
0: Do you allow former President?
3: It could be the former president. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Dave. Okay. It really. It, See, well, he's uh,
0: making his point. He's yeah, making, it, yeah. It, it, Understood.
3: It, all, all are welcome, and that's what it's all about. And, you
0: know. and, and, and you just, like, Ronnie, you were saying, I met him the other night, the, the Superintendent Dighton Rehoboth, he was at Christmases for Kids. Yeah. And, I, uh, and we just added them, an area, to the Christmases for Kids program. That's fantastic. School, and the kids are going to get involved. But I want to straighten one thing out here. Uh, I Now when when Dan let me know about this Again of course He writes here St. John's Church One John's Place St. John's Place Adelbar. And I'm thinking Now I, you had done it at St. Vincent de Paul yeah. And I thought that was St. John's Church And I went there a couple of times And then I, you tell me I went oh, The other place okay But I, th- I thought it was Linden Street It's not Linden Street Don't listen to me I'm an idiot It's <laughs> It is. No, it says one St. John's Place. Where is it really?
3: No, it is. It's one St. John's Place. You
0: no, know, I know. That's that's the address. But how do people find it? Uh, yeah, if you're on right the on the, bus, the
3: corner yeah. of North North Main and Peck Street, right there, the North church. North Main and Peck Street. There's the Welcome Center, the rectory, and right across the street is Duffy Pool Duffy Pool Funeral Home. So right, you're right, right there on the okay. corner, North right Main on. and Peck.
0: Okay. So don't miss this because it's a. It's a tremendous, and I mean don't miss it. What I mean is don't miss telling somebody about this who might want to take part in it, who might want to be fed, who might want to, just as you said, just feel the camaraderie of people who give a good Absolutely. diddly whether or not they eat sure. or, or, or care about them.
3: <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. and I've always said it, and my wife will say it, this would not be possible if it wasn't for the volunteers. There's no way two people. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. We could never pull this off, and we've had the same volunteers year after year come back. Jackie Romanicki, she's one of them. Oh, she gets on my Laura Dolan, (laughs) city council. I've known Uh, her for years. Right? Mike Angelo. Jay Delicio's there. Scott D'Amici from that. We feed the first shift of the fire, we feed the first shift of the police. Right? Paul Jakes is great. He comes over now. We have takeout trays. He picks it up, he delivers. To all the fire stations, we yep. call the police department; yep. they come down. So that's what it's all about: as coming together as a community and and giving back. Yep. And like I said, it doesn't matter who you are, come in. We want you to feel that you're having a great time. Yes, yeah, you leave with a smile. Yep. You you have a full belly. Nate mm-hmm. Adams has been gracious enough. He's going to be back again this year, DJing. So we got a little this and that. Uh, my wife was in touch with. Now, does uh, he
0: do karaoke? Because I could. I could sing a couple of Christmas. Well, tunes. They want the event to we'll, be a
1: success. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll, okay.
3: we'll have to talk to Nate and see if he'll no, let, I let you take I know, the, know, take the floor. But yeah, I understand. I no, know. like I said, it's just a—it's a fantastic now, time. It
0: really now, is. You know, this reminds me of, and, and I've said this about the Christmas as a kids program too. It's like a 1930 or 40 musical film, right? Where Mickey Rooney says, "Hey, my dad's got a barn." Let's put on a show, <laughs> right? And then the show turns out to be forty dances, spectacular. spectacular yeah. Busby Berkeley, right. cameras from that. on top, doing the thing. Sammy with the, Spear and his uh, uh, orchestra. Thank yep. you very much. I mean, and that is really what, what Christmas for kids is, and what you do. That's how it's done. I got an idea. What if we did this? And then people, you, the volunteers you're talking about, the people who give a good diddly, they say, okay, let, I can bring this, and I can do this, and I know a guy, <laughs> I know a guy, right? right? And that's how this stuff gets done. I, my dad it, what, has a bun. What
1: Dan's story is, to my ears, coming from another community,
0: is very reminiscent of
1: similar kinds of efforts that I've seen happen in Fall River, where I'm from and where I live. And there's always a Dan or yep. a Dave or, or a handful of people yeah. that kind of say, give me the bat, I'll take a swing. There's always yep. the
0: same, you know you know how much I work for, uh, I work for church at all the time. And there's the four people and they do all the work. Yeah. and it's everybody else's job to complain about it. but I mean I mean that's exactly right. how it gets done, right? right. right. And, and what Dan said about the
1: volunteers is extremely true because any similar effort like that, is going to be stuck in neutral unless you have people that are yep. willing to sort of yeah, absolutely. You know, pop the yeah, clutch yeah. and drive it. And yeah. well, it's know, not even going to start. You're not even going to start the car. Right, yeah.
0: right. I mean, it, yeah. how, you,
1: how do you thank people other than to support them with... Well, I'll tell you how
0: you thank them. I'll tell you how you thank them. You thank them by letting them have the experience because the volunteers get more out of this yeah. than the people who are... It's
3: true because our phone rings off the hook. People are always calling, can we volunteer, volunteer. We'll take your name, we'll take your number, we'll put you on a list. Yep. But it's hard to say to people that have been there since day one. And like I said, Jackie's been there for a number yep, of years yep, and yep. She, she's a super nice lady. She's another one, you know, a lot behind the scenes right. and helping people out. So that's why it's it's just a gr- great experience it, to turn around. And, and, they,
0: and they, you get so much out of it yourself, but it's so important that, do you remember Stan Lip? Oh sure, absolutely. There was a guy. Listen to this, Dan. Quarters was, for Christmas. Is yep, that what you're going to talk yep, about? Yep. yep. Listen to this, Dan. Uh, there was a guy, Stan Lip. He was a he was a talk show host on WBSM in New Bedford, and uh, he was kind of like the Ron Straminsky of of, of, oh, of right. uh, Mr. Straminsky. Uh, good yeah. old name. And he had a thing called Quarters for Christmas, and he went to the Dartmouth Mall. Listen to this, right? And went to the bank. He set up a stuff with the banks. <laughs> And he's a quarter. So he you give me a quarter, and he'd, he'd tape it to the floor, and he'd, he'd tape them all the way along, all the way along, all the way, all the way through Dartmouth Mall. <laughs> <laughs> he'd have these quarters all around, and people would come and they'd see it. And they at give some us considerable risk, I would think. Well, but you know what? It was weird. It was weirdly safe. Nobody, yeah. you know, and, and if anybody had been down, started taking them. Yeah you know, they'd have it broken up. See you later. Of, you know. right. Yeah, because other people would go, wait a minute, hold on. You know. so, but it was, it, it one, but there's an example of, I'm asking you for a quarter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I could do that. And then you feel, when you're getting there, you go, <coughs> I gave him a quarter. That's, yeah. You do it on TV. <laughs> they show it on TV. That's my quarter right there. but <laughs> By the fountain. Did you <laughs> see that? By the fountain. The one with That's George my, Washington. <laughs> that. yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was Jefferson. is Jefferson on the quarter?
1: George Jefferson. No, 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 no. Oh. Judge, no. Yeah. It's it's is Washington it's, on a I believe it's George. I Horner. haven't
0: seen a quarter in so long. Of you, <laughs> seriously? I, I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, any. the other day actually, I had to put a <laughs> ear yeah. in my tire. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. There Have you, you seen go. A quarter? Yeah. And is Washington on it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I yeah. Didn't, I thought it was Jefferson. I don't know why. Okay. All right, well, it shows you how long
3: ago. Oh, and I <laughs> wanted to add another thing, too.
0: No, 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 no. Don't be adding stuff, Dan. We'll let you sit here and don't, talk. <laughs> don't be adding crap. No, really.
3: <laughs> we, we started last year, last year, the year before, and we've added clothes, hats, gloves, scarves. Nice. Now, we just went out and we bought all kinds of sweatshirts, sweaters, different things. So there's a whole giant clothing table for people, the same thing they need something they take it no questions asked so That's this amazing. way here you're kind of giving something to somebody you know older not kids but older that may need you know a glove or a hat or a sweatshirt or whatever yep. the case may yep. a t-shirt so yeah it's like I said love it love doing it
1: see that and you get more than you give I, I, I think as you say when you it. volunteer and get involved in something like that every time Every time. We we used to have, uh, there's an anti-poverty agency in Fall River Citizens for Citizens. I think they may have also an office in Taunton. And they used to do a cable television uh, telethon in December every year, Operation Christmas. And it was, um, you know, local stores that donate items, they'd auction them off, get a lot more than they're worth and take the proceeds and buy toys and clothing and things for needy families. And... uh, (laughs) was a lot of fun, <laughs> was a lot of fun, but it was like they're going to ask me to be on the telethon this year. Yeah, yeah. Know? It's yeah, like yeah. You, you you couldn't wait to do I'm it. Of famous. course, the local political figures were there, and they'd be interviewed. Oh, and, of course. Um, but that, it was it was wakes, a lot of fun, you know. That and wakes, they show up. What's it? Oh, weeks and weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, at uh, Duffy Pool. Uh, that's right. right. All right. So listen, it's the community Christmas meal next Saturday from eleven to one uh, at St John's Church. One Saint John's Place, Attleboro, the corner of Peck and North, North Main. Main. North Main. Yeah. I know where that is. I know where that is. You know where that is. Yeah, and don't go to the other place. Be- nope. I won't say it. Don't go to the other place because won't get Indian. in there.
3: That's locked up, then tighter than you know what. Uh, you won't even get in there.
0: Don't say it again. No, you said it off the air. Uh, That's not nice. And uh, and I wanted, I want to thank. Excuse me. Don't don't put it. In. I wanted to uh, to also thank Linda. I, you said that I, I I made a tear up. I apologize, yep. but that's my job at <laughs> a time like this. <laughs> but, but it was really generous of you guys to do Well,
3: this. like I said, and we do it from the heart. I like I said, we're, we're I not looking do. for recognition. The only thing that was, and I want to get it out on the air, uh, I was a little disappointed. Yeah. We've got it here at the station. You've been great with it. Mark yeah. Clark, Dominic, yeah. Paul, yeah. Yeah. everybody, uh, Tom Nelson, announcing it. It's on Facebook. We call, I called the Sun Chronicle the other night. I talked to Craig Borges. I said, Craig, Dan, McCr- hey, Dan, how you doing? Yep, going to do our Christmas meal again. Okay, super. Usually they assign somebody, they come down, or they yeah, call yeah. us, do a story. We have pitches taken. Forget who it was the other night. A gentleman called, and he's like, well, he says uh, to Linda, now just email me with a few things, and we'll see if it's worthy of putting it in. And I'm saying to myself, Wow. You know, I mean, it's it's the only Christmas meal existing well, around okay. in the entire did you, did area.
0: You, did you Did you tell Craig that?
3: No, I haven't got back to him yet, but I will be calling him this week. So yeah. Linda sent it off. It was a quick synopsis of Do what's you happening.
0: The, the person you spoke with. It,
3: no? Like I said, with my hearing, Linda kind of was talking that. with him, and she was putting it on her phone. So she did email back. Well, she
0: got the email sent to him or the Chronicle. Yep. Yeah, because I'm sure uh, Craig's going to want to know the name. Uh, I really hope that, <laughs> that
3: it does. And like I said, we're not looking for a picture. I understand. people everybody listening
0: to, to you understands that. And 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 you know, here's the problem. Uh, I say a problem. You know, uh, people get overblown, uh, and and they they things drop through the, you know. Uh, it's no excuse, certainly, but, you know, the, the trouble is the, uh, I'll see if it's worthy. It, was that the phrase? It was, I'll see if it's worthy. Could be. Really?
3: Well, I'm just hoping that we can get it in the newspaper for people to read and see it. I really do. You know, that's the more the merrier.
0: Yeah. And, and, and just to, I, ag- I agree with you, and, I, and I'm going to call Craig when I get off here I'm sure he didn't know that. You got that call. That way, if that's what what it went, um, but you know, there's no reason you can't have that in here, and and people want to know about it, and people, should. and I know it's not about. It's funny because I know the feeling because when you call up and you're trying to get some promotion, it does sound to the person you're talking to who is not tuned into it, who doesn't, you know, right. oh, God, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: or you get kind of a we'll, we'll have to see what's going on that day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 I don't want to excuse uh, um, sort of poor treatment if that's what your 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 friend received, Dan. But I know that newsrooms, newspaper newsrooms, are strapped in terms of just. People, how many times have I seen in my own local paper submitted photos? Submitted photos, yeah, because they don't have three photographers like the, they don't have in any, they, in they the really don't no, they have don't. any. Help. It, it's it's, ch- it's yeah.
3: changed over there because before they had it's empty over there a lot, yeah, it is. They've had a lot of reporters over there, mm-hmm. and they would always come beforehand, do the story, they would send somebody the day of to take pictures. And From so what I've been told, it's kind of like a ghost town. I heard that. George Rhodes was out doing something, and he even had a camera, you know, taking pictures. Oh, no, pi- that's been going on for take, years Taking pictures. No, I didn't think that
0: he of, always yeah. did, did that. No, he did but Mark, I mean— Because usually Mark Stockwell, I think You know, it, was. it used to be when I'd be interviewed by one of the TV stations, there would be a camera person and a yeah. reporter— and and you know now the camera. Pres- they well, let set me it get up my. Over your let shoulder. me get my. Yeah, let me get my uh, yeah. my camera up. I did one the other day. Let me get was, my uh, iPhone. Yeah, program. yeah, and then yes. just look at me. Yeah. Uh. We'll, we'll we'll
3: get you on over at the Sun Chronicle on a part time basis. Uh. Oh, oh, that'll yeah, <laughs> that'll make them. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll
0: be thrilled. Hey. Oh yeah, right. Exactly. Hello, Craig. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Craig, Dave, who? <laughs> I, let's do this again. And so I let you go. it it, it, it is, the uh, community Christmas meal. Now listen, the community Christmas meal, if you're a part of the community, maybe you're just alone. You know, maybe you're just alone and you'd like to have dinner with people. Come on. Don't don't let your pride keep you from enjoying something that someone wants to give you. Don't don't let that happen. Okay? It's gonna be Saturday from eleven to one, next Saturday from eleven to one at uh, uh, St. John's Church, one St. John's Place, at corner of Peck and North Maine. Everybody knows where it is, except me. Everybody knows where it is. But don't let your pride or your sadness at this time of the year keep you from having some joy and some great food from people who care about you.
3: Absolutely right. Yeah. 100%.
0: All right, now I'm going to be... Promoting. I'm going to be promoting morning this next, next, Saturday, Saturday morning. next Saturday morning. I got
3: two hours to. There you go, and then you got to come your over, place. and, and you got to come over and grab a meal.
0: I'm not, I'm not eating over there. The last time, remember? You
3: somebody we'll, put that. We'll stuff give you on a ta- we do take out. We'll give you a takeout. I'm take bringing
0: out. a taster. Okay. Because I know some of the people <laughs> that you have over there would like to. You know, I don't know who's gonna. <laughs> I we, shouldn't do this. We'll have a lot kidding. of goodies. No, I'm going to and... stop this because because people are going to misunderstand. Oh I'm, really kidding. I'm just kidding around. They
1: think, he thinks they're going to slip him a Mickey. No, <laughs> no, 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 Speaking no, no, no. of a 1930s yeah. movie, yeah,
3: yeah, the yeah. only type of alcohol that is in the church yeah, yeah. is wine. That's it. That's, that's it. That's,
0: that's it. sacramental yeah. wine. But, but, the, but it. it used to be water, so you can't trust <laughs> it. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, you're going. Thank you very much. Uh, Dan McKearney and Linda McCarney doing great work, uh, setting an example for our children. And this is how you live your life: you take what you can and you share it and you help. Thank you so much for this. I really appreciate it.
3: Well, thank you, Uncle I really Dave. Appreciate I appreciate it. everything that you do and see, getting it on the airwaves. And like see, I, I said, I, we'll I see. Gotta,
0: I got I got I got Uncle Dave. Yeah, Imagine that. well, most of the time, usually I gotta, when I do call him,
3: I will say, "Hey, Uncle Dave, what's yeah, up?" Yeah, you know? exactly he's like, right. Hey, you, well, you, you know, you're never listening. You don't call <laughs> in. Like, I yeah, listen that's in exactly. all the time. It's just but only I certain may, people I may not. Get,
0: only certain people get an Uncle Dan. That's right. Ooh. That's right. I only. That's special. Mike will
1: tell you I don't call everybody Uncle whoever, no. right? I won't uh, tell you what he calls me when the mics are on.
3: Yeah, yeah. Right. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, All right, gentlemen. It rhymes with uh, lucky. Never mind. It rhymes with lucky. I'm trying to lay. you Again,
3: know. it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for being gracious to have me in this morning to get this out on the airwaves. And I'll look forward to seeing you
0: next Saturday. And it was a pleasure meeting you. Pleasure to meet you too, Dan. All thank right. You. Thank Good you, Dan. God bless you. Uh oh, it's my turn to talk again. Oh, my heaven. Gee, just when you get settled in and you're talking with your friend and uh, they interrupt you with a radio show. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Thank good you morning, so much for coming in. Thank you for inviting me.
1: Yeah,
0: a good time. <laughs> already, yeah. already. Alrighty. Is that a great guy? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and you know, fortunately, there are people in, I want to say every community, that are like Dan, the people that just step up. It yeah. reminded me yeah. of many, many years ago, and I'm a Fall River guy, as you've told your listeners. Yeah, uh, both of them. There, yeah, there <laughs> were. There was a soup kitchen that established itself in Fall River, uh, mm. based out of um, it was either a local church basement or I think it might have been the office of Catholic Social Services, who gave space once a week to an elderly couple who decided they were going to put on a soup kitchen because they saw the need in the community. And what triggered my thought is what you were saying, Dave, about, you know, just, just go, have a meal, stop by, shake a few hands, you know, b- bring a clothing donation. They t- the couple that ran the soup kitchen told me uh, uh, the story that a woman from the neighborhood came in and sat down to a meal and she had a big, like, cloth bag with her. And... Um, she, she ate a meal, spoke with people, ex- exchanged pleasantries, and when she she sought out the couple that were running the soup kitchen and handed over the bag, and she said, um, I live alone now, and she was, she was a widow. And she said, you know, I went to my cupboard, and I got a lot of dishes, silverware, cups, and I don't need that much, so can you use this? So she... She gave the appearance that she was just a lonely person who came in to have a meal and to be with other people. But she was there to make a really significant donation. Significant, not in terms of dollars and cents, but in terms of what that meant to the soup kitchen that was probably struggling. Say, oh, we ran out of forks. You know, we got any plastic forks. You know, it was her, her silverware and her dishes and stuff like that that she took from her cupboard and said, somebody can use these. You know, and th- there were people in every community who were generous of spirit like that. And mm. that's always, and you know, meet a guy like Dan. He's about six foot eight. Yeah. And uh, you know, but but most of that is his heart. So it exactly. appears exactly that
0: was going to, That's exactly the size of him uh, mm. where it really counts. Very cool. How have you been? I've been I've been good. We haven't had a chance to really be with each other to no. chat with that much or. You're off and running. You're we supposed talk to be on the phone. retired, and all I ever see is I hear somebody else I played music <laughs> with. Here's another guy, <laughs> we talked about this off the air. Yeah. I think you know, uh, you know, <laughs> Mike Mike Moran, who you, uh, in case you're just tuned in, Mike Moran, formerly with S.A.R. and and do you what uh, W.A.L.A. L-A and W.H.T.B. H.T.B. I can never remember the H.H.T.B. Yeah. and uh, uh, radio guy, and you know, uh, he'll post on Facebook he, him <laughs> playing with or old pictures of him when he played with James Brown or <laughs> no, whoever, not James. whoever the hell it was. Yeah, you know. but it made me make me laugh because one time I went to this this fundraiser <laughs> at uh, for Big Brothers Big Sisters, and uh, and my friend Steve Gass was being yeah. roasted, and they had these huge pictures of Steve. Standing next to Nelson Mandela, <laughs> standing next to the president, Brenda standing Lee next to <laughs> <Brenda> Lee. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, here's a picture of me next to? Oh, you know, oh God, help us!" But at least you, 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 you like worked with them. You well, knew, you, know, I, you know, instead many, of just many, standing. Many
1: of the times I was gracious uh, to accept an invitation to MC a show with. Yeah, a lot but of these but folks. the
0: thing is, you know, <laughs> it's like you know. Well, what you know. <laughs> I look. I can stand next to him. I mean, I yeah. don't know. just—it's uh, it, <laughs> a little silly. It was, and I thought, well, here's, here's another guy. Well, I, and
1: I'll tell you, it backfired on me uh, last week. Mm-hmm. I I ran a photo that was taken uh, of myself with the fellow who was a lead singer and and um, bass player with a fabulous band from the 60s and 70s called the Grassroots. They had a bunch of hit records, Midnight Confessions, and yeah. Uh, um, sooner or later, they had a lot of hit records. And uh, sadly, Rob, Rob Grill is the name of the fellow. Yeah. He passed away in 2011, so this picture was taken before that. And also in the middle between Rob and myself is his wife Nancy. Yeah. And I said, you know, and, and I put a little caption to the photo because it was his birthday. It was, he, and, mm-hmm. and, and on his birthday, I posted the picture. And. Um, said, you know, sadly, his his wife Nancy also passed away some years ago. And I got a comment from a friend of mine who lives in Florida (laughs) saying, hey, you know what? She plays cards with my wife every Wednesday. (laughs) Nancy's fine. I felt like such Uh,
0: a jerk. Rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Greatly exaggerated. Isn't that funny, huh?
1: Oh but you goodness. and I, you and I, speaking of of, of passing and radio, we, you and I lost a radio friend last week. Oh, the, the, our, the amazing Hector, Hector, Gothier. Hector Gothier. Yeah, Happy let's Hector talk Hector about Gothier. Hector. Yeah, just um, mention him in passing because like wearing headphones and sitting in front of a microphone will always remind me of him. Sure. Let's put, and, and I know that most of your audience probably. Is not familiar with Heck, but he was the morning man at uh, WALE Radio and WHTB and wsar for years, over forty years, yeah. and was kind of a fixture in morning radio. I yeah. mean, when people whether whether you tuned in every day or whether you tuned in to you know when it was snowing to find out if you know you had school and. What Salty Brine was to the Providence radio market, Hector was to Greater Fall River. right, exactly he was. And he was a wonderful, wonderful guy, and people would say that about him long before he passed. And he passed unexpectedly two weeks ago, believe it or not, at uh, at work in the middle of his morning show. During the news break, he felt not well, and and unfortunately he had a medical emergency, which... He never recovered from. And I mentioned that degree of detail only to show how dedicated he was to be in there five days a week. And for 16 of my 27 years behind the microphone, I sat several feet away from him as I am to you right now. face to face. Three hours a day, five days a week. And then on weekends, we socialize and play golf or have dinner. So uh, he, he was a dear friend. He was a great guy, and uh, and you know there were people like that. You mentioned Stan Lip in New Bedford. Yeah, he yeah. was sort of the equivalent of what Hector was yeah, to the Fall yeah, River yeah. audience, Some Fall River these, area audience. These
0: areas have these morning guys. And yeah, and they mean a lot yep. to people. Absolutely, a lot to people. Yeah,
1: and and the way somebody put it in speaking to me said he had a thousand friends that he never met because of than that, that yeah, more than that, more than there, that, and you worked with him and you knew what a swell. He super was a sweet terrific, guy. terrific guy, and and, yep. and this business often attracts a lot of people who are a little self-absorbed, a little <laughs> egotistical. Leave me out of this. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> and and Heck Heck was the opposite. In fact, I was talking to a friend. I said, you know, when people are generous with their compliments when someone passes away, they often say, "Oh, what kind of a person was he?" Or "What kind of a person was she?" Well, he, you know, he lit up a room. You know, he'd walk in the room, and he'd light up the room. Yeah, Hector, heck, Hector never did that.
0: You wouldn't know he was in the room.
1: <laughs> However, he any room he walked into, there were a lot of people who wanted to say hello Absolute. to him. Absolutely. They'd
0: glide right to him, but I mean, he didn't. But he, ta-da! no, yeah. he
1: didn't say, you know, here I am, you lucky people. Yeah, right, right.
0: As well, I remember I <laughs> tell <laughs> the guy was on Seinfeld who played a... Uh, Oh, uh, 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 yeah, Peterman, Jay Peterman, Peterman, yeah, Yeah. Jay Peterman. I interviewed him, I told you that. I interviewed him, and I realized how excited he was for me (laughs) to be able to interview him. (laughs) This must be a great thrill for you. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, anyway, I just, uh, to 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 those who, and, and also since Ron Straminski's name came up in the last hour, you know, there's yep. a guy who's got kind of a radio yep. fixture. And Absolutely. People know him, and, and he, they know him more than he knows them, perhaps. Yeah. And um, these people become a part of your life, a part of your routine, and to... Uh, his absence for me is a personal loss, uh, Hector's, but um, also to the community. You know, and every community has got a guy like Happy Hector Gothee. Yeah. You know, and um, there to be there to be cherished uh, for for what they do and what they bring, and whether it, you know, how many times has somebody said to you, "Hey, Dave, I was listening to you one day, and I remember you said." Something and it really made my laugh, it made me laugh, and it made my day. You said something
0: that was probably
1: off the cuff.
0: Yeah, you don't even remember. You don't even remember, you but somebody does. does. Yeah, somebody does. You don't forget, I, I, I think I told you the story. I didn't do the fast story, but I was on JAR radio as back in the 70s. Right. I was a weekend doing a weekend disc jockey thing. Uh, between the noise, the news, and the snooze, 920-WJAR. <laughs> and a woman called on on the request line, and she said to me, you saved my life. <laughs> I said, I did. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> she said, and she, I don't know if this was bull, okay? Guy, okay. I don't know who it was. All uh-huh. right. She said to me, last week, I was thoroughly depressed couldn't even breathe. She said, and I had decided to take my life. Oh, good Lord. She said, and I had booze, and I had pills, and I had sat down, and your radio station was on in the room. She said, and I was crying, and she <clears throat> said, and you said something that made me laugh. <laughs> she said, and I said, well, if I can laugh, I guess maybe it's not yeah. that bad. And she changed her mind. Oh, good gracious. <laughs> now, wow. Now, I have no way of knowing if that's absolute baloney or somebody just called up to tell me that foolishness or if it was real. And this is why I tell people they need to have the responsibility, understanding that somebody indeed may be listening. Yeah. And they, your words might be the one thing to step them over a line one way or the right. other. Right, one Maybe.
1: way or the other.
0: One way or the other. One way or the other. Right? Gosh. Amazing. Yeah, that, that's years ago, yeah. and I still don't know. Do
1: you feel you got it all out of your system in the first hour today?
0: Um, well, yeah, except that I don't know. I mean, I think you kind of know what's going on, but I just wanted to tell you, I wanted to say to you, I'm not making it up. Right. I mean, I mean, I, I, I told you a little bit about it, I think, but I am 1041, I'm saying this again, okay. <laughs> oh, my God, all right. Uh, What what people aren't going to believe is when I say that not only did one of these city councilors not sign the thing, then she decided, okay, well, I'll sign it. Then she says, oh, no, I'll white it out. See, that was the
1: most fascinating (laughs) part of the first hour as I'm traveling down Route 118 listening to you. Yeah. I was blown away by the fact
0: that they still make whiteout. (laughs) <laughs> that's the, well. I said my first response was, she, "I hope she didn't do it on her her, her computer screen again." Yeah, because that Cause doesn't work. That, that, no, because you'd be scraping yeah, her up. Right. Yeah, I mean, she. I didn't even know they still made whiteout, which, by the way, was. Created by Michael Nesmith's mother. Thank you. From the, from the monkey. Thank you. And so and so here she is using Widow. I couldn't believe that you would do that. I mean, you signed it. Shut up and go home. <laughs> right? Just pretend you weren't in the room that day.
1: It's sort of like uh, after 9/11 when people put magnetic ribbons on the bumper of their car. Yeah, right. In case they change their mind <laughs> yeah. to never forget. <laughs>
0: Excellent line. I mean, but that's the thing I couldn't. I mean, like, not only did I should I not have signed it. I'm going back to White And then um, the third counselor who, who is is about to be yesterday's news. He came in and he signed it over the White House, over the, the white, white- <laughs> on the white Out where her name is oh, what gosh. was right. He's really going to camouflage it now.
1: I will tell you that I had heard about this that the Human Rights Commission of the City of Attleboro... So I said, "Eh, I'm going to look into this. I got as far as I could with the Sun Chronicle coverage until I hit the paywall. Uh Uh-oh. You know, you have two free uh, Uh, articles. Yeah, Yeah. right.
0: Um, But if you go back to one you've already read, they don't count. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Okay, but go ahead.
1: Um, and, And so the two arguments that I heard offered by those who... Decided not to sign. Yeah. Was, were, the council did not have any input into the wording of the resolution. Is, right. Is right. one. And the other, ah, the other is the resolution makes reference to national manners and we serve yeah. the people yeah. of Attleboro. Yeah, yeah. Which. Both of them specious and stupid. Well, I I, I mean, I, I'd like to respond to both If I may. Be my guest. Um, And I said, well, I can only judge the quality of the resolution if I read it. So I found it online, and I downloaded it, and I read it. And you read it to us listening in the first hour. And the reference to national matters outside the scope of the city of Attleboro is mentioned almost in passing with that one statistic about Massachusetts and Texas, and but that's not yeah, that's not and, even and that's right, a national right. That's a local reference. Right, yeah. right. in the Massachusetts yeah. sense, it is. And I said okay. I checked that box because if the if the wording of the resolution had gone on and on and on about matters unrelated to Attleboro, I might have said there's an argument yeah. to be made.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: The second one, the council did not have input regarding the wording of the resolution. Now, I will see, I I, I can understand counselors and school committee members and the mayor are asked to affix their signature to a document, obviously indicating their endorsement and approval. So if I didn't have any input into the writing of the document, could I, in good conscience, sign it? And then when you read the resolution, and, and let me, Dave, I've written all my life. Yep. I wrote news copy. Yep. I was a reporter. Yep. Yep. I did ad copy. Yep. I wrote a column for the newspaper every week for 10 years. Yep. I did a lot of professional writing in my other career. The resolution is very well written. <laughs> and yep. it's one page. Yep. And it's not filled with 55 whereases. Nope. There's nothing controversial in it nope. other than it takes a strong stand against, to 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 briefly summarize it, discrimination in all forms. And... There are seven whereases. Okay. That's not bad for nope. a it's government body yep. resolution. Yep. And... I can't see I if I were a member of the council and said, well, wait a minute, I didn't I didn't have any say on the on the writing yep. of this. Yep. Let me yep. read it. I would read it and go that's good. I'm good with that. Yeah,
0: of course. And I would also They didn't have any input in the uh, Constitution either.
1: <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> that they that yeah. they swear to uphold.
0: Or the our father.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't um, read any of that stuff. And if if not to write the resolution and, and take other actions like it, why have a Human Rights Commission to begin with?
0: Well, why have a city councillor in that job? That's the thing. It's not the Human Rights Commission. Why is that city councillor going to stay? Now, we, we, we're screwed. He just chucked the finger at everybody who voted for him and her because they're all human beings, okay? Right. They're right. all human rights, all right? So he just said, thanks for the vote. See you later. So... And in January, January second, they're going to take it again. They're going to take the oath. I'm, the right, oath that I'm they going to didn't take answer.
1: I'm going to take issue with Go what ahead. you just said Go ahead. because there are times when people for whom I vote endorse ideas, bills, laws, yep. concepts yep. with which I disagree. Yes. And I can't say to them, "Well, I voted for you, so you have to do my bidding." No, no,
0: no, no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying it. It isn't something that you could haul somebody out for. I'm saying that, that what happens is this person took an oath as a counselor. Right. The council oath. And they have broken it. How so? Let me get my eyes. I swear to uphold and defend the federal and state constitutions and to oppose the overthrow of the federal and state governments by force or violence, or by any illegal or unconstitutional measure. That's basis. in the oath that the
1: city council Absolutely,
0: absolutely. This is the oath.
1: And how does failure to sign that resolution violate that oath?
0: Well, because it swears to uphold and defend the federal and state constitutions, and within those constitutions are the rights of everybody to be treated equally. Certain inalienable rights of life, liberty, pursuit, pursuit of, of, happiness, of happiness, et cetera, et cetera. It's in the constitutions. Mm-hmm. And not but it's not in the Constitution
1: it. that they have to sign that particular resolution.
0: No, no, no. Of course not. But, it, but this resolution expresses what's in the Constitution. Okay. And it's saying the Constitution says right. you and I have equal rights. Right. You and I are human beings. Right. You and I have certain inalienable rights. And if I don't sign that or if I don't... See, here was the other thing I had. Let's go to your premise about the two things that were said. Right. First of all, it's a little bit n- not exactly right the female Sa- the Sarah Sarah said she would rewrite it wanted to rewrite it have it have input into thing. How? And how well, would be s- my question. Yeah, right.
1: What what is lacking in the resolution exactly, that you would add exactly. To? and exactly. Or what, what you know, is in the resolution that you would amend or right. revise or remove.
0: Right. Now, the other guy, he Said, well, he was more ups- He was upset about that the vandalism that all this started all this right. wasn't reported to the, to the police chief soon enough. What does that have to do with the content of the Absolutely resolution? Absolutely nothing. And here was the thing I said in the writing that I did uh, at, in the Chronicle and on Facebook: is that all of this would be, I would still be uh, uh, upset about it. But if they had started with what you just said. Look, I absolutely agree with the premise that all human beings deserve equal rights, but they forgot to put a comma behind after federal. Still not a reason not to sign it, right. but start with I absolutely believe in this. N- none of them did that. Well, none of them I did that. I thought that
1: the male city councilor had issued some kind of a statement indicating that when asked— by the Sun Chronicle, why didn't he sign it? And he said, well, first of all, I oppose discrimination in all forms. Yeah, no, no. No? Did
0: I, did no, I not I read that? We're talking about the resolution. Talk talking about the content of right. the resolution. He was asked about the content of the resolution. He can smoke in mirrors. I said, these people are S&M candidates. Smoke in mirrors. <laughs> smoke in mirrors. Whoa. They're into S&M. Yeah. Okay. And so, so this thing about, oh, man, you're no, you're not. And, and this guy is a graduate of Liberty University, Li- Liberty
1: whatever, right?
0: Right. And and, and he has a discrimination and has voiced discrimination against gay people, t- period. He has personally done so? Uh, I was told yet, uh, this week of a conversation he had with somebody I respect. Okay. That he said, he, he acknowledged that he had a, a problem with gay people. Okay, and um, and and you can have a problem with gay people, but if I know you have a problem with gay people, and I'm going to see how you vote now. Right. You know, you can be, you can be a, you can be a, against gay people. It's all right with me. You know, you can, you can be a Jerry Falwell gra- a graduate. <laughs> right. Well He right. is. He's a yeah. great. You, you can be. You know. You, you listen. You know me. You know I would never attack a religion on air. Oh, no. I would I, I'm never do I'm well aware of that. And this is what's driving me crazy yeah. because I have never felt like this before.
1: Someone once said about the uh, the decision by Jerry Falwell to create the moral majority, and I don't know who it was, but someone said the moral majority is neither.
0: right. Neither moral, nor majority. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you heard Christopher Hitchens. I mean, he didn't yeah. mess around. But no, he, he never did <laughs> yes. mess around. This is my problem. I will, I will personally defend the death, to the death, for this right to, uh, for, for this council to have be a member of a religion that, frankly, pisses all over everybody he doesn't like. He's got a right to that religion. But don't take the oath today that you're going to do this in this job. Don't tell me you're going to drive the school bus and then stay in bed till eleven o'clock. Yeah. So you would
1: you would say that the two are comparable in that he's not upholding his not oath upholding to serve his the job.
0: People. I don't care why he's not upholding his job. I don't care why. It doesn't matter to me why. If he doesn't think that I well, I mean, somebody said to me this weekend in that same conversation, "What do you care? You don't even live here." <laughs> I don't even live. There. I'm a human being. Yeah. And everybody who voted for these candidates were told, screw you, I don't care. That's what it's told, because this is a human rights. This is this wasn't all oh, uh, the right for Muslims to have right. lunch on Thursday. This wasn't <laughs> right, this yeah. wasn't for left handed people to be able to drive. The problem on the, right. the
1: problem I have with the failure of anyone in a position of responsibility, let alone elective office, mm. to sign that resolution. As non-controversially worded as it is, yeah, is, is it such a heavy lift to affix your signature? To it this? is
0: when you have been brought up to completely n- not understand what it's about. When you have been homeschooled or, or as part of it, this young guy has been homeschooled and then went to law school at Liberty University— uh, and they have a different set of laws, but it's okay. And, and, and I mean, and then he comes out. See, I think, I started to say this, and, and I think he's a victim. I think he is a victim of his own upbringing. I think he was brought up in an environment that made it okay to decide who God really loves and who really counts. And then he goes to, allegedly, a bastion of higher learning and learns a lot more details about who he should eat.
1: Well, I'm, I'm not going to pass any judgment on an individual I've never met. Well, I'm, not, I'm not
0: passing on I'm
1: telling How, you. About, however, i got a lot of questions. What is so controversial about signing that resolution?
0: Well, that's the thing. That's what the is is so of difficult not, about You know, a guy said to me, it's sad to say <clears> to you guys, I mean, oh, you're going too far now. When I said I was going to—I'm going to make sure that for the next two years, beginning January 2nd, that everybody is reminded that these people did not sign the Human Rights Resolution. I'm going to make it my, my job. I'm going to say it. every. Do you remember when Jennifer Rivera was killed? Uh—
1: yeah, and that was a Rhode Island case. Jennifer Rivera was going to be a star witness, and in the, and what, in wasn't the pony there a case. She, she was going to be a witness, and, and her life was taken prior the, to her testifying. The day against before another.
0: she the day before she was going to be the star witness in the uh, in the Pony case. I forget his first name. She was outside with her friends, and somebody walked up and blew her head off. And. White House, who is now a big star in the US Senate, yeah. Yes. He was the A G. And I was infuri I was on the air PRO then I was infuriated that she was not in a witness protection program. Mm. I was infuriated. And then, when she was because her testimony was going to help convict, a, it a, did convict. A, because a what they did was they took her. They were they, the judge let them play her deposition, a deposition in the courtroom, and the jury found him guilty. And then they caught his cousin, who was the one that killed. Oh, good Lord. And well, I started. What is the rel- well? Because I, I started horrific every, case, but. right? But I started every show after that happened. That at PRO and the right, other stations, right, right. every hour, like I do with, with Good Morning, Good Morning, I started with "Where is Jennifer Rivera's killer?" Yeah. And I stayed on White House, and, and his people were furious with me that I I wouldn't get off it, that I wouldn't, right. and I kept on it. And finally, they found. You
1: mean me. to tell me that a government official was upset with the things you said and did Can on the imagine? air?
0: Can you imagine? It's so unusual. It's- I can't believe it. It's so new. But my point is not to equate the two things, obviously. But I'm saying I am you going to You had a dogged determination people, to. I'm going to be, make sure people remember that this counselor, for all the good I'm sure he could do, he's only he's like 26. i got 50 years on this kid. And, and 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 I'm sure he can do some good stuff. I'm sure he's a fine young man. I think he's a victim. I think he's a victim of some terrible, terrible miseducation.
1: Terrible. Be- because he attended and graduated from Liberty University.
0: He, uh, and, obvi- and, and he's a member of a church that obviously boasts that same vision of the world. Well, do you we know I'm that saying, for sure? Uh, I have some information, but okay. I believe that, yes. And would the attorney for defense shut the hell up? Well, <laughs> I know. No, I, I, no, but I'm just saying— it's obvious. I mean, listen. I I had him on here twice before, when he first election and right. special election. Yeah. Right. I was so excited. I am. I'm, I'm like, it's like a personal thing to me. I was so excited to have. He was the first uh, city councilor of color. Uh uh-huh. On, and he was bright, and he's an attorney, and he's and he's, he's seems like a very nice guy. But then again, I'm straight and white, so and 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 you know I'm Irish Catholic and I'm acceptable, <laughs> kinda, of. yeah. until now. Right. right. Yeah. You know I've said this on <clears throat> the air. Uh, I mean, it's gay people is a big part of this, and I've said on the air, and I'm going to say it again one of these days at night now. That Nicky wrote that beautiful play about teenagers who die and come back. Mm-hmm. As angels, and they come back to help a young man who is struggling with his sexuality. Mm-hmm. Nikki, at sixteen, was so upset about the way the world was already treating gay <coughs> people that he wrote this play. Yeah. He was in, he was really bothered by it, and I'm taking his <laughs> his yeah. drum bang, and I'm going to continue it. Yeah, right. It's well,
1: and, and he was a product of the environment in which he lived, which is a credit to you and well, Joe and Well, I'm and not taking friends. any credit for it. No, any, I'm, I'm I taking it
0: on your behalf. Well, he, all the boys, all of them, David and, 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 and Chris and Billy and, and Nick, they were all brought up in the same fashion, that we are all more alike than we are different, and we are all God's children. Doesn't mean you can't disagree with people, blah, blah, blah. Right. But we are all equal standing. Um, sometimes you need to have something written down to remind people of that. <coughs> terrible.
1: Well, I all I can say is that Well say it now.
0: <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning, final hour candy company. Wanna well, say good morning, good morning to all police, fire personnel, civil servants, healthcare employees. And good old number 41. All right. And uh, directly across from me in a position he's um, gotten to be very comfortable with over the years with uh, Happy Heck is uh, the famous Mike Moran. You know who might be listening today? The lovely Mary Murphy. Oh, Mary Murphy. Yeah, I uh, went back and forth with her on on, uh, Facebook last night, and I thought I'd... I told you you were going to be on, yeah. so i bet uh, she's
1: listening. Mary's she can't keep a job. <laughs> yeah. 60 years she's been with, uh, I believe she oh, may have really? said that. No, that can't be. It can't be. It can't. because
0: yeah, she's, she's barely 60, is she?
1: Yeah. But she's, she's not been, retired yet, so... It, working behind the scenes at WSAR radio. At least
0: 40. 40 or 50. Right. Because she was there when, oh, yeah. when I was there in the late 70s. But
1: she, she was trying to think... I, you know time flies but she's a, a a dear person a wonderful lady she was a great friend to heck and um, you know it's uh, you, she's just a lovable mm. nice dear person
0: how come with all the people that you've worked with in radio and I and you've been know me a lot, I don't know why you like me. We got, <laughs> we why got, I like
1: you? Yeah, because we got. I think you're making a presumption there, Dave. Well,
0: you pretend <laughs> that you like me. No. It's just so funny because you were talking about egos and stuff like yeah. that, and you, you're you not an ego guy at all. Maybe that's because uh, I don't know. Well, so many people it's, it's, seem to get
1: weird. Let's talk about you. <laughs> uh, why do no. I like you? No, I, I mean, it was a joke. But Okay. Yeah. Well, it deserves an answer. All right, go ahead. I'm hoping that you leave me in the will. Oh, there it is. Yep. <laughs>
0: I remember you
1: in the will. Hello, Mike.
0: <laughs> that'll, be, yeah. that'll be the one, right? Where there's yeah.
1: a will, there's a relative. Thank you. Keep <laughs> that in mind at yeah. all times. Exactly. Now, people, I, you're one of the few people, heck was another, um, that are in the radio business or were in the radio business yeah. that I maintain contact with. There's oh, probably yeah. four or five others. Steve yeah. Urban. Who was also a newspaper man uh, with the Standard Times for a hundred years, and and he also did weekend radio very well. And uh, Ed Pereira, who was an account executive with the c- okay. big country station uh, oh, yeah. FM, yeah, and he and I continue to be friends. As a, as a few other people in well, newspapers by and, and radio, by Bob the way, Ma- Kerr, the Mark Ambrose said to say hello. Mark Ambrose, he works here on mm. Saturday morning. Yeah, how the is he?
0: Show. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, he said, oh, I, I
1: haven't seen him in years. I, I I, always, when you invite me on, I usually roll in before 10, not before yeah. 9, so yeah. I don't get to see him. But yeah.
0: Uh, well. well, you you invited for the whole. Because he does whole. Saturdays too, correct? He does just Saturdays. Just Saturdays. This is okay. Saturday. This what this day
1: is Saturday. it? What <laughs> What is my name again? Thursday. <laughs> Your name is Thursday. Remember Wednesday? Like, you were the
0: next trial okay. Thursday. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, no, but, but, uh, there are, but, you know, you hope you maintain those relationships, and social media <laughs> gives you the opportunity to do that no, in a yeah, way. Yeah. There's a guy who, for a couple of years, worked at SAR with us, and he did sports, and he did talk, and he did commercial production, and he was a great impressionist, and his name was Kevin McGonigal. And he went on to an FM in the Boston area oh, with, yeah. who was the guy that used to be on... On Ch- channel thirty-eight, who was the big boy? Oh, I Dana, heard you. Hersey. Dana Hersey.
0: Dana Hershey, big voice, yeah.
1: Um, and um, he's still around, I guess. Kevin Kevin was co-hosted with him on an FM in Boston for a number of years, mm-hmm. and he's just a nice guy, great family man, and you know he's got great kids yeah. and now grandkids, and we stay in touch on Facebook. It's funny you say that because you just
0: reminded me of something. I don't know if anybody cares, but. <clears throat> um, you know, I, I we talked about Salty Brian this right. morning. We mentioned him, and I was a big pal of Salty's. I love Salty, and 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 this is these one of those connecting things. You go, what is that? I I was hired years ago to do uh, uh, television commercials in Maine for a car dealership, and um, I was brought up there, and and uh, I was uh, I was Danny Dotson <laughs> in the commercials.
1: Didn't you tell me about that? And that you were in a place that there was like a. A a cardboard standee of you. Uh, did that that happen? I think that was uh, maybe in a. a, That 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 was an
0: Almax when I did the Almax commercial. Oh, okay, Uh but but it might have been Danny. I don't know. Did you did you do Danny Donson with a character voice? No, no, just me. I mean, it was on camera. It was just. Oh, I see. And radio, but not a voice. So anyway, so I go up there and and this guy hired me from my headshot. (laughs) He hadn't he hadn't heard my voice. (laughs) Right? Oh, and he didn't know the that you agency, were four foot eleven. Right. The <laughs> agency hired me from my headshot yeah. and, and my resume. But I mean, still, he had not heard a voice, I hadn't seen any videos. He video. was like, That's a the guy. Yeah. Bring that guy in here. So I go up there anyway, so we started doing it. and And the, they had an accounting executive there, this woman who was the accounting executive for the TV station. Okay. They went back and forth. So I fly up, I do. X amount of commercials, TV. We'd have lunch, then we go do radio. I do all the radio stuff, and then I get back on the plane and go home, right? So one this day we go blah blah. We have back a plane and go home. But eight weeks later, instead of thirteen, the guy calls me and says, "Look, I'm tired of these commercials. Come up and do some more." I said, "Well, you still got, you know, nine week or no five weeks on your contract. I don't care. I'll pay you. Come on up." So I go up there. So anyway, one day, oh, it's for nothing, I guess. We're having lunch and everything, and then I, my my plane is going to be a, a little later than I thought. And she says to me, this county judge says, well, why don't you come to my house? She said, I'll, you know, we can you know sit around for an hour or so, and I'll run you out to the airport. It's like Rhode Island, right? And, you know. So I said, okay. So we go there. And she and my husband anyway home any time now. <laughs> Her husband walks in. Her husband's Wally Bryan, Oh, no Salty kidding. son. Salty son. Now I had met him years yeah. ago. But yeah. I mean, I, I never, because you know, she used her own name. What a strange she, connection. I, and we never, she never said to me, oh, you're from Rhode Island. My husband's father yeah. is, a, is yeah. Salty Brine. Do you know him? None of that. Wow. I get there, he walks in. I <laughs> where am I? Salty Bryan. Isn't that something? Isn't that cool?
1: Salty Bryan was the first quote-unquote celebrity that I ever saw in person, yep. because he was sitting in the back of an open convertible oh, with Jeff in yep. a parade, yep. and I was probably seven or eight years old. Yeah, and it was like that's the guy who's on my TV every yep. afternoon. Yeah. and uh, my brother and I and a neighbor kid made snowmen in the backyard of our house. Oh yeah. And someone took Polaroid photos Uh-oh. and went on the shipmate wheel. Oh, wow. And we saw our picture. I didn't know you were a
0: celebrity. <laughs> well, wow.
1: on Salty's shipmate wheel. Remember, he used to have, a the, you know, the yeah, captain's yeah, yeah, wheel, yeah, yeah, and he'd yeah. put photos yeah. on it, and he'd have a exactly. little narration. Right. It would go... Salty's uh, w- before Larry would come in, and I'm t- we're using first names like everybody knows everybody. Larry, yeah. Larry Kruger, who Larry was, Kruger, who worked with Salty, uh, right? Worked with Salty, and I think Salty used to do it either five to six on his own or five thirty to six on his own before Larry came in. I don't,
0: and you'd I don't hear, know, yeah. you'd
1: hear. Well, I remember doing morning drive and listening mm-hmm. to Salty on the way in, and he hearing used to him do it all on his own. Well, it, it, during this time, it was probably near the end of his career, and yeah. he was uh, he, he'd be fumbling with papers and stuff. On well, the, yeah, the yeah. Bruins last night, yeah, 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 and, yeah. Oh, and it was he was so entertaining and he was so funny. So, what was he? I mean, give us the insight into
0: what he was like off the air. What kind of a guy was he? salty? Yeah, you know, it was he was really a great guy, and, and, and it kind of goes to what I was saying. You know, people people talk about people. Yeah. They say, well, oh, you yeah. know. Whatever. And and um, <laughs> I went to see the first time I went to see Charlie was on a bike. I went down to Providence, <laughs> and I walked into 24, 24 Ma- Mason Street, Providence. Right, right, big building which isn't there anymore. The ninety five is there. Now. Right. Um, and I went in there, and I this is so weird. I I got on the elevator. No no security. <laughs> no no doors are open. <laughs> I walk in, get on the elevator, go up <laughs> with a bike. <laughs> Yeah, well, I uh, locked a bike outside. I go upstairs. Now, this is weird. This is going to get into a whole weird. Do you remember Beth Collar? I don't. Beth Collar had, like, like Ding Dong School. <laughs> it was a it was a television show, local TV show okay. for kids. Yeah. Right? Like right. Romper Room, th-
1: that kind of thing.
0: Yes, exactly. But um, it was local, and she was an older woman. And the doors open <laughs> in, into the lobby of mm. Channel Twelve right. because Channel Twelve was W, WPRO is WPRI then, right.
1: but it was WPRO tv oh, I think in the early days, wasn't it? It, it changed over.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Same. I, I'm going backwards. Yeah, they were WPRO tv and radio. Right, right. So anyway, the doors open on the, the lobby, big desk and everything, and I see Beth Collar from the back. Walking toward the studio, and she has this little limp. Oh. And and she didn't know, she didn't turn around and look to see who was coming right. out. She just, just kept walking. And here I am looking at this woman walk with this pronounced limp Yeah. to go do sit Something do that TV would never show. have been revealed on her never television. Would have known it, no. It was unbelievable. Wow. And uh, the thing about it was, um, it was where I had to go see Salty. Right. I took a left. <laughs> Get to the studio. yeah, And there he is. And there he is in the studio. And he he, he, he knew I was I used to call him every morning. I'd call him on the air yeah. every morning. We'd talk. Not on the air. I mean, I'd call right. him in the studio. And uh, he made me a star because I called him one day when our pastor, Father McCabe, was having his anniversary, right. whatever it was. And I called him, and they had a big, a big, uh, what do used to call those? Um, assembly, okay, in the in the, in cath- the school, in the school, yeah. and Father McCabe comes in. And everybody applauds, and I'm up in a balcony. It's, it's huge. I'm up in the balcony, and he says, "Who's the young bo- who who called Salty <laughs> Brian And tell him about my thing? Where is he?" And I stood up and I waved, and I got this big round of applause. There I was go. a star because, <laughs> because Salty said Father McCabe is having his bill, bar- oh. you know, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. So anyway, the answer to answer your question, Salty was great. And he took me downstairs that day, and they had a little r- a, 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 a snack shop, a, a sandwich shop, on the loading platform of 24 Masons. Okay. Street. There was a, a a a sandwich shop, and he brought me down and bought me breakfast. Wow. I don't know what it was, you know, toast and whatever. I don't know what it was. But after, when I tell this story to the people who worked with him, like Bud Taves and these other yeah. people they they say, Salty bought you breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> he never picked up a check in his wife. That was the rumor about him that he, <laughs> he, he had short arms yeah. or whatever that was. I mean, I, and I had never heard that. I yeah. mean, he was wonderful right. to me. Right. Isn't <laughs> he was that wonderful. funny? Yeah, yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> now, that makes me, I tell you about Wally Bryant, I got to tell you a great moment. Uh, Rhode Island Radio Hall of Fame. Sure. First year, Salty. And Chuck Stevens are both, oh. both being inducted. Sure, both passed. Chuck's son called me and invited me oh. to be his guest, right? So I go and I said, and we and we're talking, and you know, Salty and Chuck's son says to me, "Boy, I, I I'd love to meet Wally Brian." He's, well, he's, he's I, I, standing I, right over there. I said, "You you never met Wally Brian?" I said, come with me. And you brought Doesn't him matter. together. And, I, and the two, it was such a, it was one of these moments yeah. where you had the sons of these two icons. Now, Wally Bryan, in case you don't know, worked in Boston. Sure. On, it was Lauren, and Lauren and Wally. Lauren and Wally, right? And he was a morning guy there. And there was a rumor when, when Salty retired that he was going to come down oh. and do the morning show, but that wasn't going to happen. And, um... But here I got a chance to introduce these two s- sons of iconic radio mm. people in Rhode Island, and they had never met each other. And here they are—they they like they embrace. Hi, how are you? Oh, I listen to listen to your dad every morning, and and well, I say, oh, I listen to your father.
1: It's a little bit like Julian Lennon. I'd like you to meet Danny Harrison.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And it was just great. I mean, it was a great oh. moment. I said, oh, Wow, and and uh, I mean they would have met each other anyway, but be, but sure, you know, I was sitting with with. Uh, and you didn't get Chuck, a picture, sorry, Mark. You didn't get a picture. No, you know now they, <laughs> no before cell phones, you know right. I didn't have a Polaroid with me <coughs> around my neck. You know? Yeah, right. Looking like a you know, tourist standing in there in Borlville with, with a watch, waiting for it to come <laughs> to oh, develop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so he was a great guy. Anyway, he was That's just a great. generous and great guy. Salty and and yeah, and he made an appearance near my home when I was little, after that thing, and um, what happened? I, uh, I I I went there and he let me pass out pictures of Jeff to to oh, as people <laughs> came by period. and met him. He he let me pass out the pictures. Isn't that great? Yeah, I yeah. was a big star. yeah yeah yeah, and then. Years later. Matter of fact, I just heard from a guy in Ray, re- Mark Williams, who, who's on here. He just sent me a f- Facebook thing. It was funny. He sent me a Facebook thing. I hadn't talked to him in years. Sent him a note, and then he never <laughs> replied. But he remembered on the battleship Massachusetts, they did a roast of salty brine. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the first time that Father Misgivings appeared oh, no for kidding. a roast. Oh, no kidding.
1: On no the battleship
0: kidding. Massachusetts, right?
1: Wow! Because I had
0: been doing it on radio and a couple of things, but didn't I didn't have an outfit? I had to make an outfit. And it was, and I went and did <laughs> Father Misgivings, <laughs> and said things like, "Look, if the if the water, we start taking water on, everybody go for salty's leg." <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh. so, Salty had, a, uh, had yes. a wooden leg, and yeah. that's
1: in case you don't know. And oh, good you know. Lord!
0: And I said that I said I'm glad we're here, because Salty, this is Salty's favorite charity. We're raising funds to stamp out Dutch elm disease. <laughs> 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 uh, you really,
1: you really are something. Let's get back to why it is that I. No, like I was game. only. No, never mind. Because I, I think I, I'm starting to. Uh,
0: not. Uh, well, I'm. Starting no, but to I mean, you know, it's really
1: funny because you question my judgment in. You
0: know. ah, the people and you know, it's like, it, I just get the feeling sometimes that people they, they like me all right, but they don't want to be anything <laughs> You know, like like you know, like Gianmarco when right. he was the yeah. PD. Yeah. He, he liked me. He liked me. Hired me and everything. Yeah. And then and avoided you. Well, he said, <laughs> "Yeah." He just kind of pushed me into the office so that the de could tell me I was I was all done. You know. <laughs> oh golly! I said to my wife this morning, "Who got fired?" I was watching about on TV. I forget what it was. And I think, I've been through this a thousand times. Yeah. Somebody was on television talking about getting fired. Getting fired. How would it be? I've, yeah. had it would I've had this meeting many times. I've had this meeting. Don't be nervous. It's yeah. easy. We'll get through it. <laughs> yeah. I'll help you. I'll help you. Yeah. 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 Peter Ratma when he fired me from here, the next morning he called me and said, "You all right?" <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. He did. Oh, that was nice yeah, was. Rest of his So he did. Good. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, he was a good guy. Did Peter, the uh, tall guy, thin guy. Yep, yep, did he wear yep. a big fedora? No. No. Okay. No. Why am I thinking that? I don't know, but he I he, think I met him y- um, yeah, back in in the old days in the old studio. Right. Which right, was
0: right. over on North Main Street. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, in North Main. Yeah, he yeah, he was a good guy. And he uh, he you know, uh, he never got credit for Allowing the station to become what it was, he sat back and let it happen, Mm -hmm. and he was getting pressure from everybody. Yeah, for for having you on the air. Well, not just me. I mean, the station itself was liberal, and you know, we had we had a lot of liberal people on. I had I had right wingers on too. You know, but I mean, um, I guess it was mostly me. The people, yeah, it was me that they were (laughs) angry with. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but he he put up with it because he was a member of the country club crowd. Sure. And the country country club now is empty because right. the whole thing went. away And belly and, up.
1: P- and probably heard from a lot of the people about hey why do you let that guy? Heard from his <laughs>
0: wife. <clears throat> yeah. His wife's mother was in, lived in Argentina. She used to come visit, and she loved my show. <laughs> <laughs> really.
1: Yeah. You're very big in Argentina. I'm big in Argentina, <laughs> but now you can be big in Argentina.
0: That's right. Now that wouldn't be because as big of the joke.
1: interwebs.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. right. To, I
1: yeah. l- I don't have an AM radio in my car, but I have my phone, you and I went to wara. dot, dot com. Com and yeah. listen live wara radio. Yeah, and yeah. it went goes through my Bluetooth oh, good. system, Great. and so you, you were coming out of my system. dashboard. Yeah, on, yeah. On my way over here, and I almost hit a tree you use six all times. Of
0: that, all <laughs> of that, data for me. You, you, you Absolutely, spend all that. Sure, for you, God anything. Um, you know, I was thinking when I re- when I really retire, I think I'm going to do those that George Santos thing where you <laughs> cameo. You do, you do the cameos. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do cameo. <laughs> Listen, you big dummy! <laughs> you know, right? right. <laughs> I could do that, right?
1: What? Yeah, I could do that. You I could do that. You could do that. Pay me to, yeah. You know, what do you uh, what do you think you would charge? I think uh, George Santos is getting four hundred dollars. Yeah, he's getting four. Yeah, yeah. What, really, what do I'd you think? I hold out for five. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if yeah. somebody's dumb enough to do that, I'm going to get yeah. five. You're going to get good money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. By the way, before you forget, I want to mention. Speaking of good money, if you'd like to throw good money after good money, uh, you can do so at uh, Christmases for Kids. The Phone number is seven seven four three zero six. 4013-774-306-4013 for Christmas. Kids. Kids. We're uh, about 75 kids that we need to, to match. Now. Wow.
1: And I like the way you do it because um, just doing a, as, as important and as helpful as just a general toy-slash-clothing drive may be, for you to approach it the way... Christmas is for kids. Does by p- getting a profile of the individual child and what they like and what they need and and having the gifts compatibly matched. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, probably something that the average toy and there's probably tens of thousands it. of toy drives nobody around this time it. of year. Nobody doesn't. difficult to do, yeah. Be, and
0: because that's what, but that's why it was created. That this this is why it was created because. You know, the poor we will always have with us, as I talked about this morning, you mm-hmm. know, that script. But what happens is, and I'm not putting any other, you know, toy Effort, yeah. down, but what happens is, oh, you know, we'll give them a dance, and we'll give them that. And then, uh, and then uh, you, you get a coloring book and a box of crayons, but the child is blind. Yeah. Right. We vet the kids. <coughs> Our social workers, the so- sure. those that are under social workers, or the parents, we talk to them, what does the kid want? Yeah. What, what color? What color do they like? What? Are they, yeah. What? You know what? What sizes do they have? So they're not given a pair of jeans that don't fit them, right? Etc. S- like any other child, just because they're in a poor situation or a tough situation or or a foster situation, doesn't mean they don't see the same television commercials others do. Don't don't want to have something. Don't have a desire to have one specific thing right. or a couple of things. Sure. And that's what how this started out. And then it blew up. Right. I mean, it but 41 years. It blew up. I never, never, never now, expected. Now, where
1: were you professionally when it began? Here?
0: Here. Yeah. It was the second year. I, I, I started here in 82, the day after Christmas in 82. And um, in the interim, from there to the next Christmas, I was on the air for a couple of hours. Then I became the PD, and then I became Tell the Tell people manager, what that is. Program director. Thank that, you. The programs, it says who's on, who's off the air, when they go on, when they go off, what we put on the air, what, right. what news, that, 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 all that stuff, all formatted. That's what a program director does, and a general manager also includes the sales department sales. and and deals and contracts based on mm. what the station station needs. promotion, etc. Everything, right? And um, so, by the time I was station manager, which was like maybe I'll say April, April or May, maybe um, I had come up with this idea about. Christmas is for kids and so we called in I had Bonnie my assistant then call in five social service agencies and I sat them in the conference room and I said okay here's what I want to do I want you to give me stories about the kids you're dealing with and write a little story about them Johnny is five years old, and Mom is alone, and Johnny would love to have him. And a loves boy. dinosaurs. Loves dinosaurs, exactly. Yeah. And Johnny would, you know, that, well, that was it. it was yeah. just a, yeah. Because, it, you know, I'm a salesman, and I thought I could sell it. I said, and we're going to read them on the air, and we're going to invite somebody to get Johnny's dinosaur. Right. And they all looked at each other like, how are you going to do that? And I said, just give me the yeah. story. We'll figure it out. Just give me the story, <laughs> we'll figure it out. So that <laughs> that year, Bonnie, my assistant, I said, "Listen, I'm going to read this on the air. Someone's going to might call in on the business line, not the onion line, on the business line. Just get their name and phone number, and if they want to get a dinosaur, you know, and and have them deliver it like within a couple of days. And that's what happened. So, but the, what what happened? What happened immediately? Immediately is all the business lines lit up." all of them lit up and she'd take the first couple and yeah. she and it, and that went on and on and then it built and every hour we do it and every and this this built then they would come and we had a cable office <coughs> over on North Main Street and they would drop it off at the cable office the dinosaur right so then Bonnie would go down with a, with a with the wagon and go into the cable office and put all the toys that we had we had names on them or I think at the time we had names on the first mm-hmm. names. Right. You
1: know. Or or it does it's probably impersonal but maybe yeah. for accuracy, case numbers or well, something like that. Well we didn't have it then. We didn't
0: have they didn't have case numbers then. Yeah. Had, you know, this just wanted we first started. Yeah. And she'd go to put I everything mean, and then she'd walk across the street to the office of office for children, with, right. and go up to the second floor and bring them over there. And that's how it started. Wow. Yeah. And then it got out of hand, and then we had to do <coughs> case numbers, and we had to do people. Then we had to stop using the business line. <laughs> we had to, had to use another line. We to yeah. put Some a Some kind of dedicated in. line. And, point, yeah. and it built, it built, it built. And I think the first year they did, I'm going to say, I may, maybe f- maybe the first time we did it, first we got 50 kids, yeah. maybe 50, 50 kids, maybe. Maybe a thousand, not even a thousand dollars. 500 bucks. I can't remember what it was. I don't want to make something up. And and I only asked people what they spent just so I'd be able to say, "Hey, look what you did. We yeah. had you know, $1. 56 total for Christmas. That was great, right?" And then it grew and it grew. And now we ask the number because we need it for the taxes because we're at a 501c3 sure. and it has to be reported and all of that stuff and we and and the the people who are involved in the program the parents who are involved and registered they have to be vetted also for citizenship right. or legal alien yep situation. it's a whole bunch of paperwork and a whole bunch of stuff we never had to do and now we do it like this year For about 950 kids, probably end up being a thousand before it's over. And then what always happens is we okay, we're gonna we got to get for 950 kids, okay. And then something happens, and there's a fire, the family gets burned out, toys get burned, whatever. We got to do that. Then there's maybe another pogrom of some kind, and it adds there's more kids. And by the end, it's usually about a thousand.
1: About a thousand kids, that's amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and it grew quick. I mean, yeah. it grew—it's exponentially much faster than than I had ever imagined. And and all of the people that do this, the people that get involved in this and do this, it's unbelievable. I mean, they come every year. They know how to do it. It's 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 a it's a whole. Format.
1: They right? know the system. They know the they format. They know the system.
0: They know what to do. We ask the kids. They, we have the we have the pages. So what happens is, you can't tell you this because you you might like this. Yeah. Somebody calls and says, okay, I'd like to get a, a nine year old girl. Okay, so we get a nine year old girl and we tell her about them on the phone, right? Right. Uh, Rebecca is once a Barbie doll. So what happens is they go, I'm going to get, I'm going to be part of this so I can get Rebecca, and they get a code number. Yeah, they may not even get a name. They get a now. They get a. They get a code number. And so when they buy the item, they put it in the bag. They put the code, the code number on it, and they deliver it to us. Okay. Now what happens is. Almost all the time is well, Barbie. Yeah, but Barbie needs some clothes, <laughs> and so now they they're, they're yep. adding the clothes in. Or sure. uh, it's the GI Joe. Well, he needs a Footlocker. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, people start getting involved now. Somebody's friend and yeah. their cousin and coworkers and all that stuff. One year, speaking of that, one year early on, uh, I needed. We used to do bicycles. We stopped doing it because we just couldn't handle it. We needed. I needed fifty bikes. It was the last day of the stuff we could do right. to get it in. I needed 50 bikes. And in three hours, we did 51 bikes. <laughs> I said, say it's 100 bucks a bike. Yeah. Some are small, some are little. Right. And then it was on the other one day. I said, listen, you're at work. Because this is when they were all in these factories over here sure. with headsets on, kicking a foot press, doing whatever they're doing. I said, listen, you know they're going to come around and hitch up for money for the present for your boss. You don't even like him, <laughs> but you're going to do it. I said, well, just chip in and give us buy a bike and give them, We'll give him a card that you gave money at Christmas for kids in his name. You don't even like that guy. <laughs> and I'm told I was told later they were roaring all over the place. They were roaring, and in that three hours we did fifty-one bikes. Fifty-one. Bicycles, bicycles and they don't come apiece. easy. No, no. Well, one of the reasons we could do because we were putting we had guys coming at night putting bikes together. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. So somebody would buy it would go to Kmart or whatever, right. buy a bike in a box, bring it to us, and we'd have two guys putting the bike together. Wow. Yeah. I mean. Crazy. Stuff.
1: Were you one of the guys putting the bikes together? Oh, no, hell no. <laughs> I was going to say because the handlebars don't go yeah. in between yeah, yeah, the spokes yeah, yeah, of yeah. the Cane. rear tire.
0: Yeah, Kane, get out, get away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So, anyway, okay, so you bring the item and then we take that bag. Now, uh, one of the elves goes and gets that bag, opens it, inside is a slip that we've put in once it's delivered. Yeah. They look and they see, and so they add in, okay, Barbie, now, now she's uh, nine years old, and these are her sizes, and she likes the color pink. Okay, well, we have, a, oh, look at this great sweater. This will fit her, and they put the sweater in. Oh, oh wait a minute, hold oh, on. Oh, oh, she needs a winter coat. Yeah, but sizes see,
1: she see you know, uh, what I'm getting, the vibe I'm getting, Dave, yeah. is that the reason that it works as well as it does is because you're dealing with real people you're dealing with, and by that I'm saying, you know, hey, want to donate a toy to a child? Toy isn't defined, child isn't defined. Sure, I'll donate yeah. a toy to a child, but if you say Joey, yeah. 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 likes, you know, Tonka trucks, and yeah. here's the situation.
0: Right now, he's a person. Now he's a real person, and you remember your childhood, and you're wanting to have something yeah. that your parents couldn't afford, right. or whatever it was, and you think, "Ah, oh, come on!" And you get a friend of yours, and you know, "I bet you, let's do this." And you're right, and so what? Ha- and so what happens? These elves now, you, you, sometimes you'd love to see it. Th- this child becomes their child, right? We have a lot of, forgive me for their sexism. We have a lot of women who they're all mothers. Yeah. You know the guys help out too. The teenagers are helping out in the sense they'll say to us, "No, no, don't get, them, don't give them that. Give them this one. Yeah, right. don't you know that wasn't no. Th- those are outdated. Right. Yeah, give you know things that you know we have. So they build the, this bag for this child, and they'll say, and and there's two or three people. They'll go, "Oh wait a minute! Oh look, this is good." You know, and you so in addition to getting the doll or the they get these other items to fill in, like they would if they were a child in a, in a middle-class home. Yep. You know, you get some other stuff. You don't just get the one thing you ask for. Right. And, and then we, on next Thursday is our pickup day, uh, first of all, the social workers have come, and we're putting out stuff for, as soon as we finish... As many as we can, we have social workers come and we get those bags out of the way because we need the space for the new bags for the parents. And then the parents come; they uh, they have a place they wait, they sit, and they have a cup of coffee and a donut or something, and then they show, they'll talk to one of our uh, our managers. One of our, and <laughs> and and they will, and they'll talk. We talk to them about what's going on in their lives, and just not yeah. inquisitory, just chatting with them and we find out making them feel comfortable right well maybe hold on. We, oh wait a minute we can help you with that we know somebody can help you with that if that's a problem you and we have people who donate money just donate money and we have two or three people who say look okay here's not for the kids quote here's the money because they can't make their light bill they're tough on their rent. Yeah. they're back on their rent, but and we date them, and and we add a check for the parent to get there, and that came from Kelly, who's running the program, running Christmases for kids, telling them stories about how this started. Because I had a thing about my mother, a single parent, and I could never understand why nobody went. Excuse me, Mrs. Kane. We know this is not your fault that you, you know, you're in this debt. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna pay off your debt, and we're here. We're gonna give you fifty bucks to start over. I mean, that was always my fantasy. That's where the Christmas is for kids thing came from, the fantasy. And here you have, and here you have. Uh, so Kelly would tell the story to people, and now we have people that come and give us money so we can do that, so we can do something to help these people get a leg up, right. too. You know, and it's all out of that program.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So there are people who will take this on when you go to your great reward, which hopefully won't happen for many, many years. You know,
0: we're going to go back to Inside Radio when I got when I got bounced from here.
1: (laughs) Which time? Uh,
0: No, no, (laughs) this only once. Once from no twice from <laughs> here <laughs> twice from here. <laughs> there was no. an interim owner. Oh, there was geez. an interim owner.
1: Um, I had to ask.
0: You're asking me at 11:41. Okay. Okay. I'll yeah. tell you. Um, <laughs> what was I was going to tell you. Oh, w- when I got bounced from here, I was re- I got bounced in October, <laughs> and I was really worried that people would take it out on the charity. Oh. Because I always present, and we always present, and it's. It was the W.A.R.A. Sun Chronicle, yep. Christmases for Kids. And they were, people were really upset that I had to get bounced. And I was afraid that they wouldn't support it. that year. I mean, it was doesn't make sense, but there were people who would say, oh, you know, well, know, yeah, they you would know. associate. and uh, know, I and get it. Yeah, and I asked, I got a hold, and somebody at the Chronicle that year did did a story about how, you know, Dave is still involved and helping right. and da, da 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 da. Really needs you up and be but regardless of being yeah. at the station, you know, I was worried about it. But obviously, I didn't need to be because we still have close to a thousand kids to get every year, and it's been 41 years wow. since we started it.
1: That's amazing.
0: That's and so, amazing. and so that's.
1: So when do you start planning? It's all year long. It's all you. Know. I was going to say. Yeah, it must have w- to be.
0: Yeah, we have board meetings. Uh, uh, we'll do. We, we well. We did a lot of Zoom board meetings, yeah. uh, and uh, we do email stuff. So we have uh, black belt shoppers.
1: I heard you use that
0: reference. Yeah, yeah. When so, I was driving in. So some <coughs> summer day I'll get an email from one of our shoppers, one of our elves, one of our volunteers, and they'll say, "Hey, I just found that there's going to be a sale." For sweaters, kids' sweaters, as an example, right? right? And they're going to be like two dollars a piece or something, you know. And I think you know we could, and we'll, we'll vote and say, okay, grab five hundred sweaters, or <laughs> three hundred sweaters, or whatever. No, and, you know, but I'm right. just saying, grab, you grab know, as many as you can. Let's find. vote. How much can we? Fifty. How much do we want right. to spend to do this? Yeah, fifty or whatever. And that's what they're doing. They'll they'll buy the sweaters and yeah. we reimburse them, of course. But they'll buy the sweaters and then we'll have the sweaters much cheaper than we would have if we waited until October sure right and so we have that going on so people buy stuff in bulk we buy stuff uh, again I mean you go into you see all the little winter jackets hanging up on hangers mm-hmm. and all the little boots <laughs> right. and, and it could be
1: July but they' yep they're there yeah. yep
0: and they'll grab them yeah so they, I mean you can't imagine what these people do. Wow. Yeah, I mean, well, I can I'm say it like that because I have nothing to do with. It. Well, yeah. I just, I,
1: I think yeah. I can imagine it because you're describing it so yeah. vividly. Yeah,
0: it's just amazing, amazing, amazing. And and the board, you know, like any other board, you people, uh, they have little to-dos. Not this one. Yeah. This board is of one goal, one, yeah. one, well, one and vision. If, if and it is... Terrific! It's they're
1: amazing. focused on the mission, absolutely, to the exclusion of all else. And calling, it's gonna on get done. Yeah, yeah. calling on each oh, other, yeah, they're
0: calling on you. You do this? Can you do this? Because you, you're good at this. Can you yeah. do that? or Can you do this? You know, nobody. They haven't figured out what I do yet. I, um, <laughs> this, they're working on it, but <laughs> but I mean, it's just so pure of its of its presentation, and I think that comes out in everything when people come and they get the tour.
1: Yeah, they get to see yeah. how the operation yeah. does its thing. Yeah, that's great. It's really it's something. Great. Yeah. So th- it is the one. I mean, you do a lot of other things year round, but this is the one that really is your. Well, this is the closest yeah, well, this to, is, well, to and, your heart. And it
0: is year round for everybody. I mean, it. it, it everybody does this year round. No, but I mean, uh, you're you're involved in a lot of other charitable things. Yeah, year-round. yeah. Well, yeah, and and, and uh, but but this one is is so huge you know it, it's out of my hands i mean and to answer the question when my time comes and yeah. you know we go back to that question it, it'll it, it'll be like putting your hand in a bucket of water and you take your hand out and there'll be no hole <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it's going to be with yeah. me when i go it'll be oh thanks dave now let's move on yeah. and get this yeah. done because it's it's become in this area <clears throat> it's become the premier christmas charity uh-huh. And people do it. And uh, their family, the family does it. Yeah. The family does it together. Yeah, That's great. Really cool. 41 years. Uh, There's that number. Ta-da! Thank you very much, 41 years. I am so thrilled that, uh, that this has been going on this long. I mean, I never never thought, I didn't know what, you know. Yeah. Thought, you know, a few toys, I didn't think, I didn't think uh, it would be what it's become. But it wouldn't have become that if someone like Kelly Fox, who took over right. running Christmas. She took over running the mm-hmm. Council for Children, which is what we are. That's really okay. what we are. And she was the president of the Council for Children. And then, uh, and then um, she took she. Stepped down from there and took now over. Now,
1: Is Council for Children uh, a city entity? It's a fi- No, it's, it's a, a separate set- five hundred one c three. Oh, okay. It's just it's the Attleboro Greater Attleboro Area Council for Children, and it's a nonprofit organization. Right, yeah. right.
0: And okay. it it has Christmases for kids. It has the Nikio Foundation. Right. It has uh, um, daycare scholarship funds. It has a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, wow! Programs that we do where we help families who are making just a little too much well so they don't qualify for stuff yeah.
1: they and you have um, families that need child care right because if they stay home they can't work but they can't afford the child care
0: and so so we they we can go to work with that uh, there's a bunch of stuff that we try to do and make something we just did uh, with Nikki's foundation we did acting 101 our son David uh, taught his acting 101 class for people who wanted to, kids that wanted to get into that's acting great. and learn the basics. Guess what? Tell me. It's time for us to say goodbye. Is it really? We got about two minutes to say tata. What, do you, what would you like to say? Thanks and for having
1: that's me. That's it. Merry uh-huh. Christmas, everyone. Enjoy every holiday you celebrate.
0: everything else? Everything else. Good Yontif. Is it what I say? I sent I everybody out uh, happy Hanukkah notes uh-huh. and I spell Hanukkah wrong. <laughs> it's so typical but it's a thought that counts I here. know it's just a, thanks very much remember in the end the love you take is equal to the love you make we'll see you next Saturday morning nine o'clock be the good Lord willing and decree don't rise indeed you know I hate it when the carpenters come in and just want to sing whenever they want to sing I don't I don't I don't like this. I (laughs) thought, hello? My wife is going, what's
1: going on? Well, you rolled the music and cut the mics, and I said, you bugging out
0: early? Well, I thought thought it said 58, (laughs) not 48. I thought it said 11.58, not 40. So now. We're back. Okay, (laughs) we're back. It was so nice. It was going to be such a nice ending.
1: Imagine that.
0: I can't believe
1: it. Are, are you going to exclude Groucho because it's
0: the Christmas season? Well, um, no, no, I can do it. I can do Groucho. I, I mean, I, I I thought, like I said, I thought, actually, I thought I went buy the Groucho open. Oh, the, I gr- see. The Groucho close. <laughs> I thought I went buy it. And it, I said, well, the, let me do
1: this. In the meantime, you're much too early I decided For Groucho. Yeah, all right. So, so listen,
0: <laughs> I apologize. Boy, I'm, I'm off it today. I haven't been right today. Because, really? No. Why do you s- well, because I've been distracted by this whole oh. thing. Yeah. The thing and we really. The thing that you I, talked about and yeah, we and, talked about. Yeah. And I said to Joanne, I said oh, I'm obsessed with it. She said, I know you are. Yeah. And it, it has really gotten away because I've never been in this position of this kind of stuff. I've you know I've disagreed with polit- political figures and elected. Uh, yeah, I heard, think I heard something yeah. about that. Who's the guy? Who's the big fat guy? That oh. I, <laughs> What was his name? Uh, what is it? You, you, you can know I'm it. not gonna say. <laughs> you, yeah, you have to say it now. You don't mean. <laughs>
1: I don't. <laughs> come on, don't be chicken. Are you talking about the city councilor in Fall River? Yeah, I who, would, uh, we, who, we, we we did a roast of him. Yeah, you? and I'm trying to remember his name. And and he used to joke about well, his size, it like, Although he's not nearly as big. Don't as Don't try used to, to dance him. now, Leo. Gonna,
0: Leo Pelletier. Right, right. All right, Leo Pelletier. Every time Quintel's on here, he mentions Leo Pelletier's name, because not as a gross, but I went somewhere, and he and Charlie asked me to open for him or something. I don't remember this much of it. He was telling me, and Pelletier was in the audience, and I right. went after him, and he said, and he and Pelletier was laughing more than anyone. Oh yeah,
1: he, he's yeah. he's a he's a good guy, yeah, and, yeah. and he's a. You know he's un he's on un, unvarnished unpolished. He's no longer on the council. He's oh. had some health issues, but uh, um, but he he does poke fun at himself because he's he's not a statesman. But if you are a constituent and have a problem with a cracked sidewalk, yeah, he's there. He's going to call the public works department. He knows the first names of everybody there. He's going to get a crew over there to repair. You know he's. He's a go-to guy for constituent service just 100%. And that's one of the reasons why he was reelected year after year after year because he produced results for people who didn't know how to navigate their way through city government to get a problem taken care of. Yeah. But he was also a guy with a great sense of humor, is yeah. a great guy, yeah. yeah, is a guy with yeah. a great I sense I had him on the air with me a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, I'm sure you I did.
0: Think. We, we were sure you for did. a little bit. But, uh, but you know, uh, me and politicians, we, uh, I don't think I've ever gotten along with an attorney general in Rhode Island, ever, <laughs> ever. Nor, nor will you, ever. <laughs> oh, I might. No, Norona, the guy uh-huh. now we have now, Yeah. D- terrific. Yeah. Terrific, yeah. He's the first one that I could— he, he was had, in the news the other yeah, day. Yeah, because the judge is after him because he, <laughs> he was complaining about what happens with these judge trials and how he—I I, I think I know what he was ma- making. I didn't see the reference. Okay. But Nerona was talking about these judge trials. No jury. Yeah. We just have a judge. Bench, right? bench trial. Bench. Thanks yeah. the word I was looking for. Thank you. A bench trial. And uh, he he was suggesting that maybe they're not the best— way to get justice or something like okay. that. And the judge uh, uh, Procaccini got all upset. And took it and, personally? And yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but I think he's going to back off now because yeah. neurotic I got COVID I can't go. And then yeah. now he's rethinking and people say what are you nuts? Yeah. Leave him alone. And Judge Caprio since we're talking Oh yeah. It, my friend Judge pa- Caprio has pancreatic yeah, cancer. Yeah,
1: I, I understand that. Yeah. I did see a news item about that.
0: And yeah, yeah. And, uh, and,
1: uh, I've seen some of the uh, Episodes of his courtroom program.
0: Yeah, he's terrific, and and he's it,
1: a, he, you know, he's kind of level-headed and compassionate. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. A great guy. He, his
0: firm represented us in the station. Ah, okay. And uh, he had another um, Boston firm who actually did a lot of the work, right, but right. but it was um, Judge Caprio who who really uh, really well, we made wish, sure. We wish worked. him the best. Yeah, really, there'll be something important. Uh, but help, you know. We'll say the trouble with that damn thing is that they never find it until it's yeah. too late. My friend Ronnie, D, you know Ronnie, yeah. and yeah. he he's just started feeling crummy one day. He said, "You know," and I said, "Go get something checked." Yeah. And he went, and after they did all of the stuff, after they did all the stuff, they came back, and and he was uh, he was stage four. Yeah, That's check oh. please. It was, you know, it's and he, he went very quickly. Uh, I guess that's the good news. I don't know. But you don't get a chance to, uh, yeah. you don't get a chance to say, okay, well, I'm going to quit smoking or, or whatever, yeah. It, yeah. Is. whatever it is. Whatever it is. Do some go,
1: behavioral changes that are going to yeah, yeah, make I'm me gonna, well. I'm going to be all set yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. That's, so, yeah. That's so shame.
0: I felt bad when I heard about that because I know how the odds on that one's tough. Yeah. It is. Tough. It is. But he was asked for prayer. And I'm certainly sure. making my contribution as much as I can. Right. And and uh, we'll see what happens. He's a good guy, and he's done a lot of good things. Yes, he has. He has people send him money from around the world because <laughs> he gets here to help people pay top parking tickets that they can't afford. <laughs> yeah. is not He'll, amazing. Yeah, people just say, listen, I watch this, and I want to help out because, uh, you know, I know uh, uh, it's tough. So please take this money, and you have somebody who doesn't have the money, please pay it for them. He's done it several times on on Yeah. And Nikki real fast, Nicky used to love to call his show when it was on cable, just cable. And it was, and he called in and they had all they record all of the calls. Right, right. And Nicky would put on some voice <laughs> and and say something <laughs> really funny. All right. Um. And he did that all the time for Judge Caprio so that's what that's what he did so i'm just telling you i mean i'm i'm not giving him up i'm just telling him that's what he used to do there be. you go He loved nick okay now we are out of time okay i did the best i could real time uh, real time and i uh, by i feel like an idiot <laughs> <Here> he comes <laughs> you see it's on a computer and they're going to make they're going to ah, those computers i just did what i could i uh, <laughs> some woman doing the margaret dumont part yes yeah she she went to the slammer. This woman. Oh, was that right? Yeah, she was his guardian. Oh, was that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead, I dare Aaron, you.
1: Aaron Fleming. Ah, uh-uh,
0: there you go. Boy, he he knew it. I Aaron. must be going. All right, boys and girls, mom and dad, thanks. For, I am apologizing for saying goodbye twice. Yes. Well, maybe, you know, something's going to happen. See, when I finally go, I won't get a chance to say goodbye to you. Use one of those. That's right. And As, the person in the car who was saying, oh, my goodness, it's noon. <laughs> I'm late. Yeah, you know? right. Let's yeah, hope that's you like didn't the, get a ticket. Did I tell you about the time we did uh, April Fool's Day and we ran the whole day part 10 minutes early? <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, no. Yeah, well, I'll just tell that joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, we ran the whole day part no, uh, 10 minutes early. We'll talk Go about it the next with. time you invite me. All right, guys guy said to me, you can't be on yet. The Today Show is still on. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. Ugh. And now we're gonna let a bunch of punk kids in here. Oh, okay. Oh, I hate this. I mean, where's my wallet? Gonna watch my wallet, <laughs> make sure my keys and uh, Is Lucy uh, here?
1: Huh?
0: Is Lucy here? No. Oh Lucy, yeah, she's right there. She'll have her can she'll have her phone. You know Luce. There's okay. Lucy. And let me remind you that in the end, boys and girls, the love that you take from this world. It's equal to the love you make in the world and the ability to read time. <laughs> Thanks very much for being with you. See you again the next big Saturday morning. Hand is on Be the road. Lord willing and decree don't rise. Stay tuned for 4D sports. Don't ask me why. They've got the right to have a show like anybody else.